The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are feeling this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh during certain points in the production. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. You may experience an inexplicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion. An activity called applause. It's exciting to do this in large group settings. A little shy about how to react to this sensation? Then wait for a neighbor to start and join in. You'll both be glad you did. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous, but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. 
Now we can start the celebration. The Tony Bruno Show, the podcast. Easy to work, and you broadcast from room to room. Starring Tony Bruno with Miss Robin. Now, here he is, the godfather of sports radio slash podcast. I hope that we could come here and race it again. Here's Tony Bruno. Tony, Tony Bruno. Yes, hello to my children. Welcome. There is no debate. This is the official podcast of record. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, and ships at sea can all agree. You want unity in the community? This is where you shall be. It is the Tony Bruno podcast. <laughs> I do have an earpiece on, but Lester Holt is not feeding me any answers to the questions. And I don't know any of the answers to the questions because I don't have any questions. But you will when you call into the show tonight. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin Austin is here. Luigi Curto, a man who can do everything. He's the best assistant producer ever, 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 ever. 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 Who needs a woman assistant when you got a man who can cook, <laughs> clean, fix houses? Well, Robin does that too. I know. I was going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Our wait Robin a minute. can That's... cook and fix houses. Cleaning, eh, uh, yeah. not so go? much. Yeah. Let's cook some men. <laughs> exactly. But, but you have to admit that Luigi is a sloppier cooker than I am. Yeah, because I have to clean the stove. You guys are like the chefs on these TV shows. <laughs> you know, they, they, everybody brings out the ingredients already chopped up. You ever see that? Yep. And then... The chef just puts him in the frying pan, pulls the, pulls the tray out with everything already sliced Look, and man. diced. The sous chef does all the work in the back. You, and then they throw stuff on the table and they throw the pans in the dish. And then I'm the guy who has to clean, come in and clean up that mess. I did the dishes. I know. But I, last night, Robin cooked. And then I come in there and his stove looks like she was running the buffet line at the Wynn Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it was filthier than a, 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 an all-night bender at some wedding where a bunch of frat boys were getting wait, wait, wasted. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Am I hearing you complain that I cooked a fantastic meal no, for hearing, like seven No, I'm hearing me people? complain that you never clean up the stinking stove. And I'm, that's why I'm not buying a new stove. Because a new stove will get just as dirty as an no, old stove. Right. This old stove is a gas stove that has the old-fashioned burners on it, and everything gets all old-fashioned burners get dirt in them too when you spill stuff like all this. over the place. Not like this. I don't need a stove. Give me fire. I'll, I'll get you something out of it. <laughs> Damn you right. Did fire anyway, bit. I don't want to start off fire. complaining because it's not my style to oh, complain or no. criticize anyone. We got a fun show tonight. We're going to take your calls too. Phone lines are wide open too. You ever wanted to call in and be live on a podcast? You know, we're not going to, it's uncensored, but don't use the F word. I mean, you can, you can use profanity. If it's, it's happened on the show several times, but it's been organic when that's happened. Exactly. If it's organic, we like I it. have unorganically used the F word <laughs> on the show. I haven't. I, I don't because I'm trained not to. But we don't have a call screener tonight. So just so that you know, if you do call in, I am doing double take duty. you raw. Nope, can't do like that. Like they do in the porn industry. We're yeah. going to take you raw, raw. and un, uh, no. unsheathed. Unfortunately, we can't do that. <laughs> I still have to answer the phone. So I might not say much to you. I might say, The pre video in the back. You're so wait a minute. So basically, we're going to... Uh, okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Well, who is, yeah. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do I it live. I won't write it and we'll do and it live. sucks! Tony's iPad's working again. My iPad's working. <laughs> the volume's working. Everything's it's a, a modern-day podcast miracle, ladies and gentlemen. It's a miracle, Clark. <laughs> We've got all the important information. So as you can see on my pad here, you think I'm Donald Trump and I'm unprepared? I am ready to roll. I got notes. I don't have anybody giving me the answers in advance. I actually do my own research. I'm upstairs as while Robin and Luigi are setting up this debacle and cooking... I did slice the onions, though, for tonight's uh, quality product. Oh, we appreciate slice it. the onions. That exactly. was so hard. Thank you, Robin. <sighs> Where was I? 
We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, too. Last week of baseball, regular season, the Ryan Howard era in Philadelphia coming to an end. Unbelievable, man. It is. Um, he'll play his final three games at Citizens Bank Park this weekend. Well, you- An amazing career. And Ryan Howard will be one of those guys. Much maligned the last couple of years because after the Achilles injury in the St. Louis Cardinals playoff series in 2011, he's not been the same guy. And because he made a lot of money, a lot of money, and wasn't able to deliver what people saw of him earlier in his career, the 2005, 6, 7, 8, leading this team to a World Series, back-to-back World Series. Ryan Howard's one of the all-time greatest Phillies, and he'll be like a lot of players who are maligned at the end of their careers. Mike Schmidt was like that. Mike Schmidt was maligned until the end of his career when people realized this guy's maybe not just the greatest third baseman in, in Philadelphia Phillies history, one of the greatest third basemen of all time. Right. Now, Ryan Howard's not one of the greatest first basemen of all time, but he certainly is for the Phillies, and he's certainly one of the most influential, important players in the history of this franchise. And he'll be rem- rem- remembered so. Question is, will he be a Hall of Famer in five years? Is he a Hall of Famer? No, he's not a Hall of Famer. you you got to have a little bit more longevity, the, the, the numbers. Well, the longevity, the guy's been around. The injury killed him, Tony. The injury killed him. They kill, got kill 113 that home runs. That's not uh, something to... It's, it's not enough, man. So No, because 500 used to be the barometer. If, yeah, if you, if you got the 500 home yeah, runs, you were pretty you much were a lock. Now, you're, now it doesn't matter. Like, the Sammy Sosa's of the world and, and Maguire's of the world prove that. Now, they have other baggage that keeps them out of the Hall of Fame. You know, Barry Bonds isn't getting into the Hall of Fame anytime soon, and he has the all-time home run record. So it's not just about numbers anymore in baseball, certainly in pitching. It used to be you know, 20 wins or 250 wins. Now it's down to 200 wins. You're going to have guys who finish their pitching careers without 200 wins who will get into the Hall of Fame. So it's not not just sheer, these numbers guarantee you, 300 home runs, 3,000 RBIs, 250 wins, 200 wins now. Those numbers will keep going down because pitchers will, will have a hard time getting 200 wins with very rare exceptions. You know, the Clayton Kershaws of the world, very few exceptions. Back in the day, there were a lot of guys with 250 wins because guys pitched longer. They didn't have all the pitch counts and worrying about that stuff. So we'll cover a lot of baseball. Tonight. Well, not a lot of baseball. Enough. Just enough to keep you satisfied. Wet the beak, as they say. And I am pissed at the Phillies for blowing a 6 nothing lead, which kept me from being one win away from my preseason lock prediction that the Phillies would win 72 games. I am they off. had 70 going in. They were up 6 nothing. There was a 16-hour rain delay. I stopped counting 68, man. My, my season and was then over. They, they were at 70 wins, 6 nothing. And then the Phillies' toxic bullpen went in after a long rain delay. When most people in Atlanta went the hell home, they decided to finish that game <laughs> for some inexplicable reason. I, know, I don't know why he keep it going at this point. Just mail it in. It's over, And I'll tell you what, if the, if the baseball season was 200 uh, games long... And they played until December. I think the Braves may make a playoff run. <laughs> make it a Nobody's push. playing better right now in meaningless games than the Atlanta Braves. It's late November. They're making a push. <laughs> They're making a push. Here come the tribe. <laughs> but, we, you know, obviously in the final weekend, we got some wild card situations, playoff pushes going on. Dodgers are going to clinch the West. The, the uh, Giants are still in there, one game up in the wild card, as we do this show on a Wednesday, of course. By the weekend, we'll know what's going on. But here we are down to the final few games, and there's still a lot on the line for a lot of teams trying to make it into the postseason. This is the best part about baseball. It's because you get down to that, that final week, and there's still so much up for grabs, and yep. every single game matters. You're, you're inning watching on different screens, different teams. This is the best part about it, man. I love this part. Of it. I, I do, too. Locktober's coming up Yep. at the end of the week. Miss Robbins got a couple of updates tonight. Of course, she's the one who broke the story last week that many other of the mainstream media, 
the much maligned mainstream media. In fact, I saw a a TV news show doing the story that she did last week about NASA and the and the uh, horoscope signs. Yep. They're they're waiting. They were doing it yesterday. I know. It was nine eight eight days later, and they're getting to a story that we did on this podcast a week ago. We are breaking news. We're a news. week ahead of most of these, and these places have fifty producers and interns and and people who do research every day. What the hell are you people doing? <laughs> we got nothing. Yo. We are working we on know. a skeleton budget. Exactly. We have. We're eating leftovers. and Miss Robin. That's what we have. Which we're is on like- a ramen. We are on a ramen college student budget on the show. It's gourmet ramen, man. You're damn right. It's gourmet ramen. <laughs> Although I would not, you know that ramen. Do you know that that's right. an update that I have not done yet? Do you know that ramen is supposed to be the worst thing that you could possibly eat? Why do you think college kids eat it? Yeah, incredible. It's but wild. it's not just the sodium. There's something else in there that actually is horrible, 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 horrible for you. Yeah, but it's filling. Yeah, that's what it does for like ten minutes, and then you're hungry again. Well, that's like all Chinese food. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Except ramen's cheap. You're not paying seventeen dollars for uh, ten cents a bag, man. For you know, General Chow's chicken. It got me through my early twenties, yo. Exactly. We may be getting ramen again soon if <laughs> things don't get better. Why am I hearing? Myself? I don't know. I don't know. Robin. You got your stupid monitor on on that uh, iPad, Robin. I hear it coming through the background. Know, That's why. Yeah. That's Robin. I hate to do it to her this early in the yeah, show. See, look, I have it turned off. Why is it still? I on? don't know. Do you have it plugged in? No. Nah. Well, guess what? Oh, what God, you got to give it to her, man. She's the one who professes to be a technical it's whiz It's on now. mute. It's turn- My volume is turned all the way down. It should not be playing. Don't ask me nothing, as someone once said. Meanwhile, we got NFL action. And the debate now of the bye week for the Green Bay Packers and the Philadelphia Eagles is who's the better quarterback. The Dallas Cowboys, who have a broken-down quarterback who will probably never play another game in Tony Romo, are lucky now, and I said this in preseason, if you want to go back and listen to the podcast, that the Dallas Cowboys, despite some good moves where they beefed up their offensive line, have lucked out for the first time in a long time by taking a guy in the fourth round who may turn out to be one of the best young quarterbacks in this draft. Dak Prescott is solid. So far. But, but now you've got all these Cowboy honks in the media and the fanboys all screaming about how he's better than Dak Prescott. You know why he's not better? Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. One team is three and zero. Oh, the other team is two and one. Right. One guy has thrown five touchdown passes and has had three dropped, and the other one has thrown one touchdown pass. Yeah, but the- I know he runs around and he's got he's got better weapons. Who's got better weapons? Oh, well, no. Dak Prescott's better weapon. Absolutely. The one thing they just, drafted a running back with what, the fourth well, pick in the draft. Just to go, just to go back on what you said about one guy has five touchdown passes. And I think and Dak Prescott's going to be a star in this league. I think he's going to be a really good player. But here's the thing about Carson: is he hasn't even thrown a ball that even looked like it could get intercepted. Exactly. He hasn't thrown a 50-50 ball yet. Every single pass has been on the money. Whether it's been a bad pass or a good pass, nothing's been even close to a turnover thrown ball. It's either, you know, if he's throwing one in the dirt or overthrow a little bit like that. But he's, he's putting nothing in, in the way of danger. Nothing. I I've never seen anything like I watched it, every And I've watched Dak Prescott. I like Dak, Dak Prescott a lot. Cowboys are lucky that they t- took this guy in the fourth round. Either they're lucky or they're geniuses. Whatever the case may be, a lot of people passed up. There were eight quarterbacks taken before Dak Prescott. And we see this happen a lot in football. Is this going to be like the Brady Six, like the Prescott Eight? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, he's good. And good for the Cowboys. But there's a long season ahead. By the way, the Dallas Cowboys defensive line stinks out loud. <laughs> it stinks on ice. The Washington Redskins defense stinks on ice. The New York Giants, by the way, who look good, 
have won two games by a combined score of four points, and they and one of my locks of the week was Washington would go up there and win that game. And they did. So I'm not an expert, but I give opinions. I make some bad picks. I thought the Detroit Lions would play well. I thought Denver, as good as they are, and I love Denver, and I said this also at the beginning of the season, that Trevor Simeon is a stud. And I said that the Denver Broncos are better this year than they were last year because they addressed their offensive line. They're better at quarterback. With all due respect to Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning struggled last year. He was a shell of a shell of a shell of himself at that point. So the Denver Broncos are the defending Super Bowl champs, yet people are a little reluctant because they got a young quarterback who's in his second year. He didn't start last year, but he was on the roster. He was their third-string guy. So Trevor Simeon, look at all the good young quarterbacks. And this is something we haven't seen in a long time in the NFL because a lot of teams take quarterbacks high in the draft, throw them in there, and they get destroyed early. Blaine Gabbert to the world, things like that. Blaine Gabbert, yeah, go down the list. Tim Couch, I mean, Keely Smith. You just look. But the last couple of years, we are seeing young quarterbacks going into the NFL making immediate impacts. The whole throw-them-to-the-wolves mentality is, is no longer a big deal because some guys like Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz are ready for the NFL. And I saw Michael Irvin, my buddy Michael Irvin, on, uh, inside the NFL on a Showtime on Tuesday night. Great show. They do a great job showing the highlights, great analysis. JB, uh, you know who's really good too? Bra- Brandon Marshall's going to be a Brandon great Marshall's analyst good, yeah. when his career's over. And obviously you got Michael Irvin in there and you got uh, Boomer Esiason. Great show, great recap. They show all the highlights. But to me... We're seeing a lot of young court. Trevor Simeon. Go look around the league. Look at the young quarterbacks making an impact. Oh, yeah, Trevor Simeon, Jameis Winston. Yeah. You know, remember, he's only three years in. Obviously, Andrew Luck of the world. You have David Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're talking about not his brother. Yeah, Derek Carr. David Carr, Carr was a stiff. Derek Carr, I'm sorry. His brother is he's ready He's one for of those the guys who got thrown to the Wolves. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so you got Derek Carr. Wentz uh, here in Philly. Wentz here in Philadelphia. Dak Prescott over uh, in, in Dallas. You have, I, I guess you could say Bortles still. You know, yeah. Bortles. Um, we're seeing more. What my point there's is more. There's more, more and more right. because you know why these kids are playing quarterback at an early age and they're playing passing game football. They're not handing the ball off. They're throwing the ball. You know, it's like NBA players come in and they shoot threes, but they can't make free throws. That, you know, football quarterbacks come in and they can throw the football. Guys are now throwing in all these conferences in college where they just used to <laughs> run, run, run. A lot. You look at all the pro offenses now in college football, except at USC, where they don't have pro anything. No, nothing. And by the way, our good friend Stacy out there, the USC song girl. We haven't heard from Stacy out in, in LA for a while. I know she's well. She's starting a new career. She's like there's. She's is she like going to be going... coach of the USC Bruins. Um, <laughs> but she is going to be a coach, though. Really? Yeah. What kind of coach? A very, very special kind of Strength and conditioning coach. Coach. Actually, No, no, no. She's I'm a, ready to be. I'm, I'm a little weak right now. It's a... Um, I get so weak in the knee. I'm sorry. I don't want to sing that. No, SWB she's action, actually going back SWB, to school. SWB, baby. She's going back and getting another degree. She already had... I mean, she's she's a freaking lawyer, but she's going back to get a degree in sex therapy. Well, why not? I know it. Dr. Ruth is getting older after all. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody has to take over for her. Exactly. Well, I should be a sex therapist as well. Yeah, I will give sexual recommendations and tips. Yeah, here's, and your, you know, here's your prescription. And by the way, I will at the same time. Exactly. Well, that does that never fails. By the way, I got to rip Viagra tonight on the show too. Ripping Viagra. I got to rip Viagra, not because the product doesn't work. I, I don't know, but not that I would know. But their advertising is an absolute joke. It and is. We will get into this tonight on it the show. It is. I totally. I was the one. I mean, we both were watching. I'm like, hey, don't give it away, Robin. Uh, okay. I want to see if people know. Notice what we noticed why you're about Viagra. why Viagra is a fraud. Their, their commercial advertising program There's is a fraud. There's just something wrong with it. Is it's, wrong. it's wrong. 
It's sexist, by the way. It is. It's very sexist. we'll get into that because it's a world of, you know, we have feelings now. We can point out who's sexist, who's a misogynist, who's a racist, just by seeing something that really triggers us. And the Viagra commercials have triggered me. (laughs) More than any politician has triggered anybody. So we'll get into that. And the phone number is seven. Got you up about this. Seven one seven. Thank you. I, 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 four hours from now, though, I'll be completely off the topic. Seven. Uh, probably four minutes from now, I'll be off the topic. Seven one seven three six three. Tony is the number. Seven one seven three six three eight six six nine. That's the number to call. No it has salesman a nice ring will call. To it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I like it. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'll give it a sixty-five. Miss Robin also has confirmation tonight. That one of my favorite things to do. No, not that. Right. <laughs> not the. Ooh. You just gave the stare. Like, Although, like, if what, you what could. You, got? you got breaking news on that front. If you could <laughs> combine the two things, that would be amazing. We have scientific medical proof. Correct. And now, you know, I am all about the science. As you know, the last last week was the NASA so update. I'm all about that base. Which, no yeah. which you are very I watch the science about. channel all the time. I am not an Ophiuchus. I know how to yes, pronounce it. I know how to pronounce it. I'm not an Ophiuchus. Yes, you are. If anybody, listen, if you can identify as a woman, you Being are a man, I can identify as a Sagittarius because that's what I am, damn it. No, you're not. I'm sorry. You are not. Well, Says who? I read the description. Until they put an official, an Sweetie, official list. I am out. a Sagittarius. I was a Sagittarius before, and I still am a Sagittarius. That's how much of a Sagittarius I am. Well, here's the problem I with have. this whole thing. You have not had a change. But here's the other problem. <laughs> you know, things are no, because the description fits me to a T. Until you... we change the calendar to a 13-month right. calendar, it can't happen. Read back the Sagittarius. No. Tell me it doesn't fit me. No, it does not, actually. Bold. It does not. Uh, why? Because you are not like me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, enough of this crap. We're going to get serious business to attend to on this program. You crazy Dutch bastard. Exactly. Ridiculous. <sighs> Meanwhile, we got a lot of football to talk about, too. So we'll give you scientific data on this show that proves that one of my favorite things to do on Earth is now good for you and can help you with a very serious... Not serious, but certainly a, a condition that Something afflicts... Something that you have suffered from. ...afflicts many men in this country. Yeah. And women, too. Women can have them, too. Well, it's just not as painful for a woman. You're talking about, like, the, the sun? No, I'll leave yeah, it at well, that. Okay. Right. It's a tease. It's coming. Because even I don't know what this is all about. That's well, why it's called well, a tease. Yes. Or a boot for our friends in the North. A boot. Exactly. We do have uh, a caller on the line. Dude, let's go We're to the phone. To By the way, I have it ready now. Let's go to... Who are we going to? We're going to go to... Mystery caller, enter and sign in, no, please. No, it's not a mystery caller. Oh, we know who it is? No, it's, we it's, do, it's, because I'm doing double duty. Oh, it's, who is it? It's AJ in Cincinnati. AJ, what about those Bengals, man? Home opener, lay an egg in one of my locks of the week, stink it up. They score early. They look like they were going to blow the game open. What the hell happened to the Bengals? I'll tell you what the hell happened, Tony. What's going on? What's up, Miss Robin? What's up, Luigi? No what up? <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, the secondary had a bad day on su- Sunday. They went off over the first two weeks. Bad run, even good secondary, but it's just the opposite. Hey, they just let, you know, Trevor Simeon do what he wanted to do. Yep. Bengals defense blitzed too much, and they weren't getting home. And, unfortunately, De- Simeon was able to pick the one-on-one matchup that he won. Simple as that. I wasn't, I wasn't fooled by, you know, the Bengals being favored by three and a half because I knew Denver's defense, even if they struggled early, they always – are good in the second half. Yeah, but they're coming off an emotional loss to the Steelers the week before. It's their home opener. They're slight favorites. I know Denver's is defending Super Bowl champs. That's a game, and you start out like gangbusters, like you're going to blow the game wide open. 
So that was a little disappointing. Well, A, because I picked – and listen, I love the Denver Broncos. I've been on them since preseason. I think this team's better than they were a year yeah, ago. Yeah, but since he might be getting Vontaze Burfecht back this week, and that's huge for oh, them. No man. doubt about that, it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not closing the door on Cincinnati. Absolutely not. You could do I, that no. when the playoffs start. Yeah, I'll wait till the playoffs. But usually they get off to good starts. Disappointing. But give Denver credit. They're a legit 3-0. They're not some – you know, people saying, well, the Eagles – they said after the Eagles won their first two games, yeah, they beat the Cleveland Browns and they beat the Chicago Bears. Now what do you got to say? And then they go in and bolt race the Steelers. Bolt race. It wasn't even close. I don't know. How the hell they only give up three points? I don't know. And, and by the way, the Eagles have the best point differential in the NFL, and they gave up a, a, a meaningless punt return touchdown to give up 65 points insane. in three games. So they would, they're basically in the 50s in three points. They've, they've given up total points allowed, not counting it. I mean, obviously you have to count that, but their defense has only given up with 65 minus 7. 58? 58. 58 points in three games. But talking about, talking about AJ's team over there in Cincinnati, I, th- I still think that offense is, turn- is trying to learn how to live without the services of Sanu and Marvin Jones, who's absolutely tearing it up for Detroit, I- and-, and Eifert being out. Yeah. I-, I still think they're trying to no, find their way out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, just because they're one and two, I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying that they, they surprised me with their home opener. No, I but they got another big home game coming up this weekend. Another big game. My- well, it's actually the Thursday night game. Cincinnati and Miami. They'll handle business. I think Miami's the most overrated team in the NFL. They should have lost. If not for, by the way, the Eagle fans are all screaming, oh, when, when, when what's-his-face missed an extra point. Cody Parkey. Yeah, well, no, when, uh, when Caleb Sturgis missed a field goal. Oh, Cody Parkey missed, Cody for Parkey the missed three field goals, including a game winner at the even, buzzer. He wasn't even close. He wasn't even close. So listen, Cody Parkey cost the Cleveland Browns a win because that game was won. Yes, you it make was. that field yep. goal. You've got to make that field goal. The Cleveland Browns should be 1-2, and, and, and the Miami Dolphins should be 0-3. And, yeah, and Cleveland deferred the coin toss in, in overtime because of him missing it, and they said, I'd rather put my defense on the field to try to stop that. And give, the, give Miami credit. They went down and scored. But to me, the Miami Dolphins, they're not good. No, they stink. They're overrated. No, the fi- those fish stink. Now, are they going to win Cincinnati favored by a touchdown? Are they going to blow the doors off the Dolphins, AJ, Thursday night? Uh, it's it's nice to have perfect backs. They're going to get the heart and soul of the defense yep. back, but you have to be careful not to play you know too much rougher on the edges, or else he's going to get suspended again. I think that's going to help. But uh, but it's all about Andy Dalton. Can can he get that passion back? I've been first three weeks. I've not seen a lot of fire from him. I know he's you know off to a slow start, but he needs to have that fire because I know he's never been good in primetime playoff games. And I just don't like the big point spread at seven and a quarter, according to the wins. I think Cincinnati will win. I think the, I think they'll win by like three to four points. I'll take the Dolphins plus the seven and the hook. Yeah, that may. That, you yeah. know what? You may be right there because Miami's not. When I say they're horrible, as far as the way they should have lost to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean that's not me. I don't hate Miami. I don't have any no, things against Miami. Let's, let's be honest. The, the Cleveland Browns. I know it's easy to pick on them because they are the worst team, but they are, they are the worst team in the NFL, okay? No, I think the Chicago Bears no, are the worst I, the, team Cleveland, in the NFL. No, if you go up and down the roster... The name, Bears should have won a game. The Chicago oh, listen, hasn't even come close to winning a okay, game. Let's put Chicago 1A, all right? But let's just say Cleveland. If you come close to losing to the Cleveland Browns, that, go, that, that doesn't tell you much about your team. You should have lost to the That's Cleveland Browns. You should have lost. Miami should have lost that game. He missed three field goals. Three field goals. That's nine points. I don't know. I, I, I Personally, I think once, once Cincinnati finds... Someone else to, to to throw the ball to aside from AJ Green, and once Eifert gets back, I, I'm not I, touching I the Thursday I think night Andy game. Will be a lot I'm not touching it anymore. Thursday night's been poison for me this year. Poison, poison. What else what's is going the, on, AJ? Forty-four and a half. I actually kind of like the under uh, in that game. Uh, 
Uh, let's talk quickly about Major League Baseball. I'm really interested to see who's going to win those wild card spots in the NL and the AL. In the AL, I'm hoping and praying it's the Tigers or the Mariners that take over the Orioles in the second spot because I think those two teams could give a better run to the Blue Jays in the wild card playing game next week. I, for some reason, I just don't like Falk Showalter. For some some reason, after he leaves a, leaves the team that he used to coach, like Arizona, Yankees, and the Rangers, somehow they win the World Series or get to the World Series. No, Buck Showalter's um, a good manager, man. I think Buck's a good manager. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's and in the NL, I'm hoping and praying. As a Red fan, I don't want to see see the Cardinals anywhere near the playoffs because if they get into the playoffs, yep. they can do they can give Chicago a scare potentially. That's why I'm. I'm and I don't I want to see that happen. I think the Cardinals are one and off. I want to see the Cubs. Yeah. Now that I got no skin in the game, I want to see the Cubs win the World but going, Series. But going with what AJ was saying, I, I think that's the one team Chicago doesn't want to see. I totally agree. They just don't want to see. I, no, the experience. It's just the, something about the Cardinals. They get in, and they just something magical happens, man. Exactly. And they just poison whoever's in their way, and they make their way to the World Series every damn Some time. Some guy nobody's heard of, one of these John Jay types that they, you know, the guys that they David run Freeze out. David comes out of David nowhere. Freeze. I mean, you're not the biggest names in baseball. Nope. Those guys always skip Schumacher and guys like that. In the playoffs, those are the guys that elevate their games and become the heroes. Yep. It's unbelievable, man. No, but I agree with you, man. I want to see the Cubs win. 100 wins. Did you see the picture of the last time the Cubs won 100 games? Uh, at Wrigley Field, like every man was wearing a Stetson hat. <laughs> that was back in the day when people wore guys wore suits and hats. Yeah, like, like everybody and every man in the ballpark had a hat on because everybody wore hats back then. Yeah, and not the backward baseball hats. That One of my guys favorite. Wear now. I, I love old, bowler hats, man. old black and white photographs, and I have several art. Uh, posters of them. One of the my nudes too. Ones. I like the nudes in particular. Oh, yeah. the black and yeah. white nudes. Well, this An particular one is not yeah. nudes. This particular one is of um, Central Station in New York. I know. The, I know the photo. And Grand Central Station. Grand Central Bar. Station, and everybody is it just incredibly dressed. Even during all- the Depression, when people didn't have a pot to pee in. They're all dressed up with hats and suits. Yeah. Still wore suits. I know. Everywhere. Now I mean, people there's... have a ton of money and they dress like they're vagrants. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I dress like a vagabond coming here because I'm usually coming right from the gym where we were doing like housework at Tony's. But normally when I go out, I'm, I'm dressed, man. I'm sorry. I take care of myself and I, yeah. I, I worry about my appearance. And if I could, if I had the money to wear a suit every single day, I would. I really would. I wouldn't. I would. I would. Wear I a like suit dressing up, but I like dressing up for special occasions. But I'm not going to go to a fancy restaurant wearing cutoffs and flip-flops. If you're a grown man flip-flops. and you're, you're, you're out at 7 o'clock at night at dinner and a pair of sweatpants and a T-shirt, be ashamed of yourself, I agree. Man. You should Seriously. be ashamed of yourself. And in Vegas, it's, Vegas, it's crazy. Like All the, the places. Women, Vegas, Atlantic City, you go to these fancy the, restaurants. The women will be dressed up most of They'll the time. They'll have their hot hooker clothes on. <laughs> and the guy will look like some stunat off the boardwalk in yep. Wildwood. Yep. With flip flops, got his tap out shirt on. Tap out shirt. <laughs> it's crazy. A backward hat on. Doesn't even take the hat off when no. he goes into I mean, the restaurant. Got, I want to just smack those guys. Right. I want to knock that hat right off your face. You punks that go into restaurants with a hat on backwards, I want to smack that thing right off your damn head. I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. And let me tell you, I'm man, with you on that too, man. Let I get me my tell you. As a woman, take the damn hat off in a restaurant. And as a woman, even if, Vanilla Ice, if, who by the way is the worst dancer I've ever seen. My mom, Mama Bruno, watching Dancing with the Stunads last night, and I'm thinking Vanilla Ice, you know, rapper, he's got to have some dance moves. He move. had the moves he, back he, back no, he's he stiff. No, he's like, a like stiff. Old videos. Well, he did he slice was, like a ninja and cut like yeah. a razor blade. You That's all. That but now. I'm telling you, I was shocked. I, I expected would, yeah. what's his name, the former governor of Texas. What the hell's his name? Who? Rick Perry. 
Rick Perry, he's got a bad back and a bad foot. He's six, <laughs> 70 years old. Vanilla Ice was a stiff. I was surprised. An I absolute have to admit. total stiff. I mean, I remember it. those those YouTube videos where he was like doing the slide thing. You know, I, I it, it was one video. <laughs> it was one song. <laughs> That's all he had. AJ, say thanks this. for checking in, man. We're, we're arguing about but bad dancers. I want to say this and as guys a woman. wearing hats. A woman. We may have to men, play men without hats tonight. Then a men woman appreciates it when a man dresses up. And there No, they an, don't. Not yes, anymore. They don't care, Rob. Do. No, they don't. Yes, they don't do. care. No, they no, don't. Not any woman who's worth her salt they, does. I'll tell you that right now. No, because most they, of these Bhutans are looking for nothing more but Jordans on her feet. No, they want no pair of shoes to him and a damn head. Exactly. They're they not going to make an issue out of it. But when you do dress up, they're like, ooh, you look good. No, women have no cojones. And unfortunately, they're born that way, not, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. I always dress right because I have enough respect for the person that I'm exactly. with. Exactly. Thank why. you. Thank you. I won't even point. go in. If I'm like on, on the beach somewhere, I won't even go into like a, into a bar on the beach dressed like a, well, maybe I will, depending on how many cocktails. No, I mean, well, listen, you're at the it's beach. It's noontime. Yeah, thing. you're out on the beach. You're sweaty. You got, you got to show the gun show. You got to get the tank top on. You got to get the, you know, the lotions and potions on. But when you go to dinner, even if you're on vacation... Have a little class out there, guys, all right? So Steve, have a little class. We, we have Stephen checking in from Finland again, and he says that everyone wears hats in restaurants here. Oh, well, he says because it's cold in Finland. Well, well exactly. Yeah, they're wearing the, the hats with the... Uh, <laughs> the big muffs, the big the, earmuffs. With the earmuffs, the ones they wear in Fargo with the, the two things, the flaps that come down. Do you have one of those hats, Luigi? No, no, I do not. I do. I love those hats. I have, I have a hat with real fur. Really? Yeah, I think it's What rabbit. kind of animal was slaughtered so that you can stay warm in the winter? Maybe a rabbit. I don't know. Rabbit hat? I think it's rabbit. Give me a little man without hats. Yes. It's a safety dance. Whatever happened to men without hats? What movie was this song made famous? It had to be one of those rom-com. Uh, no, no. What do you call it? The uh, Rat Pack movies, right? No. What movie was it in? Biodome. Biodome. Bio Bio Holy Shore. Sure. Yes. Dude. Wow. That is great Biodome knowledge yep. right there. Never would. I, I was thinking the Brad Pack. I was thinking like one of those. Yeah. The video is awesome, man. It is a great hit. Whatever happened, man? See, the men without hats. But I don't dress with the men without hats because these guys look like a bunch of jackasses. They are jackasses, but they, they're back. They're coming back in concert. All right, get rid of the men without hats. I got imbecile. That's enough. Yeah, otherwise Facebook will give us you know, know. crap for it. We'll get banned or something. Yeah. Or what's the, what's the other term they use now? Shadow banned. Shadow banned. Marcet Dunham agrees with me. We do. I love when men look classy. I do, too. And so, I, I'm a guy. So problem, yeah, but most but I see these women, no. though, Luigi. You go on, you, we were in Atlantic City at yep. a fancy restaurant, right? You see guys wearing, like, tank tops and no. crappy shirts? No. Yeah, you do see it. Yes, no, you, no, you do see it. Not where I was yeah. over the weekend, but, not, but for the most part, you do. I'm you go to too. Vegas. And these women are all dressed up into oh, the nines. Yep. And then they go up with a guy and he's wearing like shorts and flip flops. Well, that was the thing we went to when we went to And Vegas. I'm like, why would this woman even go out of there? Why would she leave the room and say to the strapper, hey, you're going to take me out and you're going to look like that? No, because it's acceptable. It's two stupid. Years ago, two years ago, when we, when we, when we flew out to Vegas, um, as soon as we got off the plane, we had, uh, we had reservations for, for – we had at the top of, the, top of the Eiffel Tower for Paris, Paris. Mm -hmm. And we got the – You mean the fake, Iris, uh, fake uh, Eiffel Tower. The fake, the fake Eiffel Tower. Well, we went up there, and me, my buddy Mike, uh, his now fiance Sheila, and my, and my girlfriend, we went up there, all dressed in the nines, ready to go. We go up there, just like you said, all the, late, all the ladies that were up there with their dates, nice dresses on, the heels, the whole bit. Guys, shorts, T-shirt. I'm like, what the – 
I'm like, what is going Honestly, on, I man? Think restaurants Just because start- your sneakers toss two hundred and fifty dollars doesn't mean they're dress shoes. All right. Exactly. And also, I think that restaurants should start doing that whole thing. I'm sorry, you're not allowed in here without a tire. Or you know, I remember when I again, well, people, I'm, people, I'm going back. Pants. People take business casual. You should have literally. long pants. I'm going back to the '70s. All right, it's a while ago. But they went back to the 70s and the debate the other night, so I can go back to the right. 70s. You would go into a restaurant. If you didn't have a tie on, they would give you one at the front desk yep. Yep. or rent you one. You had to have a tie on. Yeah. And guys would go in with open collars, and then they would give you a tie, and you'd put it on. It's one of my favorite Look. scenes from, uh, what's the Jack Nicholson movie, where he's, uh, it's not called Enough is Enough, uh, where he says that famous line, um, Which one? Which one? No, it's the one. That, no, it's the one where you he says, can't handle the truth. No, not that, not that one. one. <laughs> not that one. He says, um, "You make me want to be a better man." I don't know. Oh, that's like I the did best. see on the supermarket market tabloid that Jack Nicholson is eating himself to death now, and he weighs like three hundred and sixty pounds. Okay, the picture that they put on there was pretty awful. I don't, <laughs> but he's I don't, like I don't want people to think 90. like that. Like me, by me saying that, that I'm stuffed up or. You know, like no, there's just like something that's go right. out like some kind of self pride. I don't wear like a suit and tie when I go out, but I try to dress I'm up 30, nice. I'm a man. I'm not a child anymore. Are you like forty yet? No, I'm not. A, I'm not forty yet. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a man. You're not forty. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> and, and when I do get to that point, I will. And speaking of college coach, I ran to a college coach. So I'm one of your buddies, man. I know, and you didn't even say hi to him I for me. Know, I didn't know you knew. I him go that way well, back man. to UMass days. I was down. I was in Atlantic City. I was at, I was at Morton Steakhouse in Atlantic City. Which hotel? At uh, Caesars. Caesars Palace. Yeah, Caesars Palace. Um, was uh, with the Rat Pack performing no, there no, at Caesars they Palace? There, no. They were at the Sands. They went down with it. <laughs> no, we go in. I'm, I'm at Morton's, and uh, by the way, we are enjoying tonight. Yes. Tonight's choice. Oh, yeah, this is the best. People are asking, Tony. On our wine selection tonight on the podcast, thanks to our good friends at our favorite winery out in Lodi, California, Michael and David Winery. The best, and I'm not just saying this because we've been drinking it for years. I'm saying it because it's the best. Earthquake Zinfandel from Lodi, California. Is there a better Zin on the market, Robin? Probably not. We have tasted pretty much I mean, probably a hundred. There's a lot of great there's Zins. There's a lot more expensive wines out there. This is probably for, for and there's there's many different levels of Michael and David wines. Yes. And for a medium price. 20, 20, 20 to $25, depending on where you is, are. This tastes like a much more expensive bottle of wine. Yeah, I said, I told you. it people, is fantastic. When I refer to them, I said it's, it's about 20 bucks a bottle, but it drinks like a $60, $70. Exactly. exactly. That's what it does. So when well, so we're at Morton's and I was actually I was in, I was enjoying some wine. It wasn't any of, of that. They they did have some Michael and David stuff, but it was way jacked up. The ink what? No, they yeah, had the, the ink, ink block, block the ink, which we have as well. But they had it like at least it's twice. It's like three times the retail yeah, they normally crazy. do in restaurants, right? Yep. Oh yeah, it was it was what did they charge like they were one one twenty five for the bottle, and I think that retails for like somewhere around fifty five, sixty, something like that. That's uh, that's not even triple the retail, so that's not really bad. And when you go to a really fancy restaurant, right. you're going to expect to pay triple. Retail, right? Well, I was in there. I'm in the back room, and all of a sudden, I start seeing some taller gentlen coming in. Older gentlemen, University of Kentucky. Did they attire. have Kentucky sweats on? Yeah, they had, no, they, they didn't it have the, the tra- It wasn't the old track team. Oh, okay, no, it, wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't like the NCAA tournament exactly. coaches weekend. <laughs> the old track. Where like every team. Tom, Dick, and Harry school in America's coaches there with a resume trying to get a better job. No, it was uh, it was several. It was like I said, several people coming in. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on over here? And there's one white guy in the back, and it's John Calipari. Was John Cheney there screaming, no. I'll kill you? No, no he wasn't. Okay. Was, I think John would have ran, to be honest with you. <laughs> I still go back and watch that video. I don't know how the hell John just stood there because 
Cheney was coming uh, at John me. Calipari, I go back to UMass days when Coach Calipari was there, and I was working at ESPN, and I'd fly back to Philly, and John Calipari was on the flight one day flying back to Philly with UMass was playing Temple or Villanova or somebody back in the day. And there's John Cal- I'm sitting in first class, and John Calipari's in the seat next to me in first class. So that's when I met him, and he, he listened to ESPN, so he knew who I was a little bit. So we started talking. As soon as the plane took off and got to 10,000 feet, <laughs> where they st- hit the bell and say, all right, you can now move about the cabin, he gets out of his seat and goes back into coach, and Marcus Camby <laughs> slides up and sits in his first class that's seat. That's a good job that at him. That is a good job at him, because he didn't have to buy Marcus Camby a first place that's right. ticket. He gets his first class seat. And then once the plane's in the air, he doesn't get in trouble because he's letting his star player sit in his first class That's seat. That's guy who knows how to break the rules right there, that, man. That isn't breaking the rules. All I know is I, I sat down within 30 seconds. I had three NCAA sanctions thrown on the table. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I sat down, waiter comes over. He goes, uh, Brussels sprouts with the bacon. And by the way, you just lost two, <laughs> you just lost two scholarships. Oh, I'm like, what the hell's going man. on here, man? But, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't get up and do anything crazy. But, you know, I kind of gave him the, hey, coach, how are you? And he gave me the, hey, how are you? And that was it. It's a disgrace that you won't even drop my name. To it's Joe Coach John that. Calipari. Well, he wanted to, but you he remember had we bad had him on the show one night. He was walking on the yes. beach after his hip replacement. Oh, he had hip right. replacement surgery, and he actually took my phone call while he was walking on the beach doing rehab therapy. Yeah, remember because that? It was good for him to to walk in the sand. Exactly. I like to walk in the um, sand soon too. Me too, just, brother. Just some, I need uh, to walk somewhere, man. I need a vacation. Go downstairs walking. Some, I may have to have a bye week. A bye week. Hopefully it's not my bye week. It's a woman's bye week, and then I can take off. We we have some shout outs here. Uh, Patty Ann Austin says, "Love you, Tony." Um, That's Patty Ann down in uh, down in Florida, right? Uh, yes. Is that is, it, is she okay? I think so. Um, Tom Armbruster says, "I was in grade school in the '70s, and I always wore a tie." Ooh, well, that's because you had nuns. I mean, when you went exactly. to Catholic school, you had to wear a tie. There was no Even option. clip-ons. Back in the day, they allow kids to wear clip-ons. They still do that in like elementary schools where they're yes. they have uniforms. Yes, do they allow clip-ons. I, they do. They, okay. they actually sell them that way. Uh, my son, my son actually went to a school where they had um, the white and blue uniforms, and he had the blue clip-on tie. Robin went to a school where they allowed strap-ons in the classroom, but that's a different school. But uh, she grew up in Europe, you know. I mean, uh, they do that in Holland. They actually wear them in the windows in the stores in Holland. That's like a little. That's literally a rim shot. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> did you guys plan that one ahead? No, are you no, kidding? No. Let me check my script here. Let we me got, see. We got, we got odds. That's all we got. Yeah, um, we got uh, rim from, shots planned. From William Cullen, he actually gave me the title of that movie, "As Good as It Gets." As good as it gets. That's the one. I don't remember that movie. Oh, it was a great movie. But Jack but had a lot a, of great movies. It's a chick flick, so you wouldn't like it. That's but it right. Was, but you Is know what? Is it better what? than The Notebook? Oh, yeah, yeah, wait. Okay. It's not as lovey-dovey. It, you know, Jack Nicholson plays a man with severe OCD. You see what happens when you're in The Notebook? You go on to become a zombie killer. Because <laughs> the guy who was in The Notebook, right? Isn't he the guy? Isn't he uh, on, uh, on The Walking Dead? Uh, who are you talking about? I don't know. Yes. The I'll guy who plays the sheriff in The Walking Dead. Really? Yes, he was in The Notebook. I did not know that because I never actually watched The Notebook. I you... thought you watched The Notebook. No, I've never seen The Notebook. I am not. And The an Walking o- Dead is the number one show on television, and it's returning for a seventh season in a couple of weeks in October. Um, a lot of people are commenting on this little guy right here who has decided to join the show. The Great Riddle is, is on in the house. To, well, he's always in the house. Always in the house. Because he doesn't go out. He lives here. <laughs> Would you go out if you had his life? Hell no. Are you kidding me? Well, we're going to go out on the streets with a bunch of stray cats. I was just talking right about Not it. Not the stray cats. No, no, no. I was just talking about it earlier at dinner. 
if I'm ever reincarnated, I want to come out back as a loved house cat, not an alley what cat. What house cat isn't loved? No, nah, there's some cats that are kind of ignored, but there are cats like ours, and there are many of them that that where the cats have the best life ever. Get him up on the set here because Luigi, as you could see, is here. Now, Natalie's not here. I don't know what's going on. It was her birthday it yesterday, It was her birthday, too. yep. I gave her a birthday shout-out. Did you give her a birthday, love? No, because I just realized it was her birthday like an hour ago. I didn't want to say oh, that. Oh, man, that's so I'll, I'll text her later and say happy birthday. It was oh, yesterday, Be careful. Man. He's going to knock over your wine. I got my wine. I'm no, Riddle's good gonna... with that, man. And then, of course, my mom. we should get my mom over on the podcast. We should. Because Mama Bruno, after months and months and months of hard work, I promised her we'd get her in in September. Last Friday... Mama Bruno finally went back to her house for the first time in years. They completely refurbished. And if you watch all those flip shows on TV, on DIY Network, HGTV, we did a massive job and a great flip, Robin. We did. Did we flip we that did. baby good or what? Oh, we yeah, flipped absolutely. it. We flipped it upside we down. We slapped it up, <laughs> flipped it, and rubbed it down. Unfortunately, the uh, Facebook Live crapped out during the reveal. I know. We had the big reveal. We I had know. Ty Pennington outside screaming, move Ty that Pennington bus. Move, move that bus. That bus. No, no, no. Move. Was, that was a trash it truck, was actually, though. It wasn't really a bus. It was a Philadelphia trash <laughs> truck. It was actually more like because of this small street in Luigi. It was like, Luigi, move that Mini. Exactly. Yeah, move, move that, that mini. mini Cooper. Because <laughs> it was blocking the entire street. Because it's, it's a little block. Um, <laughs> it's a little block. We have Victoria Carson checking in, and she said... Is she from Carson City, Philadelphia? Is she related to she Carson from Wentz? Wentz that's not, it's not really Wentzadelphia, because... It's Carson City, man. It's Carson City, Wentzylvania. Wentzylvania. But she's... Or Wentzadelphia. She was upset. She says she's resorted to having to watch us on Facebook, on her girls' Facebook pages, because she doesn't know what happened to Mixler. And um, we have dropped Mixler going over to Facebook Live. We will have a live audio option coming up. Um... That we are working it's on. It's not that we today. hated Mixler. No, it's just it. It was it was Facebook Live was so much more effective, and we were able to communicate so much more effectively with this medium that we switched over, <laughs> and we can only do one thing at a time until we get this other thing going up. Tom so. Armbruster checks in. He says, "If Tony puts that cat on his head, it look like Davy Crockett." <laughs> <laughs> Or Donald Trump. Or Donald Trump. Or Rod Blagojevich, the former governor of Illinois. Remember that piece, that guy? It wasn't even a piece. That no. was his real head. No, I got to pull a picture of him. Beautiful. That's crazy. But, I, but I, did, I did go over and see your mom today, and she was ecstatic with the way the house went, man. I'm, and I'm you happy. did a lot of great work in there, Miss Robin. Everybody I couldn't have done that. without you guys, but it's great to have mom back where she belongs in it's her own nice. house. She hasn't been in there in years. I know. So it was weird for her the first couple of nights because she's not used to being you know, alone in her home again. And she's alone, but she's got it's a great nice shower. It's right across the street. So, exactly. you know, we go make sure she's okay in the morning. We make sure she's okay at night, make sure everything's locked up. We go there first thing in the morning, and then at light, we tuck her in. Put the TV, we, put, we installed her TVs yesterday. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mama Bruno. Good night, Mama. <laughs> we got the. Uh, you know what? We are so close. We could actually put one of those like tin can phones across, you know, just string it across from yeah. our bedroom to her bedroom. You get a thing of chickpeas on her side. I'm going to do what the talk? press does to Hillary Clinton on the plane, get an orange and put the questions on and roll it <laughs> down the street to her. Did you see that? They were doing that on the plane a couple of weeks ago. No. <laughs> Writing on oranges and rolling it to, to first class. Oh, that's actually kind of innovative. Yeah, it's real good. It's me funny to me, too. Thank you. Meanwhile, the phone numbers. We have open lines now. What's going on, Robin? Now, yeah, Victoria, have... it's so funny. Victoria we got says... got a lot of women checking in tonight. A lot of yeah. women. You have, you have tons no, of No, I women. think it's for Luigi. Not me, not tonight, brother. Luigi's got his Tony Bruno no, shirt you know on what? Tonight, you know what? We did have, we, even into the night, we had a lot of women, a lot of couples, mm -hmm. and... 
And um, there was, it was funny because, one, there was a lot of women who have always had the hots for Tony. I mean, that's he's had going on forever. And then when I joined the show... And then I got old and Luigi got younger. That's it, man. <laughs> that's what happened. Passing the torch, no, no, no. <laughs> But I think it, it was it was because like there's a lot of women that are in sports, and I'm gonna say like I'm not saying all, but there are a lot of women that are in sports who are a typical type of sports reporter. Huh? And since I'm a woman, I can say this is that there were there are women that are like the kind of the, the, the only thing that they're doing in sports is because they want to be around athletes. But that's not a lot no, of women, there's Robin. A lot. I, now, there's also the other type of woman. There's the other type of woman. Because you can't fake it if you're doing live sports on right. television. There's the other type of woman. Or if you're interviewing woman. athletes. You can't fake it anymore. I know. No. And then, so that's the other type of woman who. Women can still fake it, but not when it comes to sports. Speaking of faking it. Would you allow uh, me to finish, finish this the damn story? I got some deep in that. There, there's the other type of woman <laughs> who, who has to try even harder. Because there is still a bias against women in sports, and I they agree. have no. To there's know, not. Yes, there no, is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. It's for not even no. close anymore. Most, listen, for for any level-headed thinking person, you would think it's not. But for a lot of Neanderthals out there, there really, is. Is. this but, woman, but she doesn't they know what this is. Don't matter. They, Here's the difference. No, you're I right. They don't matter. Right. Women going into a locker room was a national outrage. I know. Now you go into every locker room and every sport, and women are everywhere. I agree, but yeah. So don't tell me still, it's not the same. It's, it it's, is. They, they will be accepted in the locker room, but from the viewer's point of view, there are still a lot of men out there. I disagree. I, are there a lot? Yes. Like, but it's gotten, it's, it's, it's changing. It's better, absolutely. Well, you but, but here's what I, but as a woman, you have to know your shit. See, well, Jack, for, of course you do. You have, you have to know it better. You have to know it as a guy, too. No, but remember. you have to know it better than a guy for the most part. Now, get back to why, for me, I don't. I don't know it better than a guy. I do not. I never claim to. I never argue about me knowing more than any of you guys. I wouldn't even try. And so I found, <laughs> I found this sort of niche where I wasn't the blonde bimbo just trying to screw some athlete. I wasn't the the woman who was trying to prove that she knew more than anybody else in sports, I was the woman who enjoyed sports. Every now and then, I have an opinion about something that I feel very strongly about. Even if it's wrong. But right. Even if it's America, wrong. You can do that. And, <laughs> and I just have fun. And so I had this weird niche that just sort of worked, and we had... We built this amazing, amazing fan I base. I think what happened was... And I, I love you guys, so thank you. Well, I love you, too. Well, well, she's not what, talking to you. I know. But I I'm, she said guys. <laughs> guys. That's the fans out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, then I, I, I still love her, though. I, I've been there since the beginning when women, when the first woman went <laughs> the into a locker of time, room. You have been there. No, since I'm the talking beginning. about when the first woman went into a locker room and got torched up in New England. Lisa Olson. Look it up. Lisa Olson was the first woman who went into a locker room. And the, and the athletes were mad because they were naked guys, and it was their inner Ooh. sanctum. But she was a legitimate reporter, and she opened the door. She's the Jackie Robinson, the Rosa Parks of female reporters. And there are a lot of great female sports reporters. And I, I think being a female sports reporter is harder than being a female journalist because, A, there aren't any journalists anymore. No. Everybody's a pundit. Everybody just gives opinions. Journalism is you get to a source – you get the story, and you, and you write your story. There is, that doesn't exist anymore because anybody can be a journalist. If you're out on the street with your cell phone and you see a crime or something going on, 
You then are now a journalist without any training, well, without any background, true. without any knowledge of what's going on. You just have a camera phone, and now you're an automatic journalist. Well, and I also think that there is now, it used to be that the people that were on TV and on the radio actually did all the research and all the writing, but now they have a no, team No, they walk people. in and they read they it do, off a prompter. Somebody's just, writing their scripts right, for them. They're the pretty face, and they don't really need to know anything. They just have to show up and read the prompter. See, that's like what I, think that's, I think that's, that's what made it so bad and so hard now for, for people that do have talents because for a small period of time there, in like that early 2000s, they were just tossing any pretty face they could onto on the TV to cover these games, and they really they had no idea what to do. But they you can't no turn on a sports show, whether it's ESPN, Fox, local television, Comcast. Every television sports operation has multiple women, not the one oh, token woman, or even even African Americans or minorities. Well, look at Philadelphia's own Casey McDonald, man. She she started out here doing doing traffic, and then all of a sudden she shipped on over to to, to, to Kansas City, and now and she's, she's in Boston, Boston. and Nesson, and she's not following me anymore. What? what? I just noticed that last night. She I unfollowed you. She unfollowed me. <gasps> oh, I have to call her. I'm going to call her right now. We should call her. Yes. Okay. She's probably on the air, though. That's all right. Did I do anything to Casey McDonald? No. I've been one of her biggest supporters. Over and over and over again. It's not McDonald. It's McDonald. Right. I've been one of her biggest supporters since day one. Not because she's a good looking woman, but because I respected her. A lot of people don't respect her, but I do. They make fun of her for whatever reason, but she works hard. She's an anchor on Nesson in New England now. I and am, you know New England sports fans I am shocked. are just like Philly fans, New York fans, astute. Right. They don't tolerate. They don't just say, oh, yeah, look, I don't care what she says, and I don't care if she doesn't know what she's doing. She's pretty. Right. That doesn't fly anymore nope. in this world. You can't go on time. I don't care how hot you are or anything else. You, it doesn't fly if you don't know what you're talking about. And I think, I think that has really developed strongly over the last five years. Absolutely. Because that five years ago, when I well, actually, it's been longer now. Uh, I've been. I started doing Into the Night. Um, I became your assistant producer on Into the Night. What? Two thousand eight. Seven years ago. When's two thousand eight? How many years ago? Well, that's so, when the Phillies were won I, the World Series. Eight years ago. When I started seven, eight years ago, there were still a lot of, for lack of a better word, bimbos out there. Well, we all, you got to have bimbos. Yeah, I mean, what running. would Bill Clinton no, 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 do without it? Exactly. What would he be doing? Country was built on bimbos. bimbos. Yes. I have so much respect for all the for women Bill Clinton out there. still getting action at this at his age. No, who doesn't? What, what guy doesn't? <laughs> Slick but Willie, I have man. so He's much respect for, for the women like that. They really study. I mean, like, oh my God, do they know their crap? And I, I just don't have. I, I, I need to do too many things to really. Oh, we have a phone call that I need to take. Wait a minute. The phone T- number, by the way, if you want to check in, 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669. Whoever that was, call back. Yeah, and you can call open lines. This is what's great about this. You can talk about anything you want. Anything. Anything, as someone once said. And you can follow us on Twitter, too. We're live streaming during the show. And if you listen to the show later on, on the website, TonyBrunoShow.com, the audio version, you can watch it back on Facebook Live, right? Because this re-airs on, on the, the video version. It re-airs, Robin? It does. It, it uh, re-airs on Facebook Live. And by the way, for those of you who are watching right now, mm-hmm. um, we are cutting this Facebook Live two-hour show into two separate programs. So when we go to break, this uh, Facebook Live stream will end, and then we are going to start a new one. 
We're going to reboot? We are rebooting. And the reason we're doing that is that we found, for whatever reason, the two-hour show just was not... It didn't have as good a quality. didn't have right. as good a viewership. So... Uh, no, the quality is always good, Robin. No, I mean, there was something, well, like a lot of people were having a problem watching it, downloading it, whatever. So I'm cutting it into two separate shows. Uh, so I, then when you're driving around your car and you realize there's nothing really good on terrestrial radio anymore, mm -hmm. you just pop it on and you listen to it. I see you. You just, yeah. you're, you just lost your... Uh, no, but I'm getting about... Okay. I, my, my, I didn't realize my Sirius XM car radio subscription had ended. That came with the car when you bought it, right? Yeah, and, I, and I've had Sirius for over 10, who knows, 15 years? Because I love it. It's great in the car. You travel, especially when you travel a lot. You know, like you're traveling in the middle of the country. You can get the same station we used to without be, losing it. In the night used to be on Sirius XM and uh, the truckers. Yeah. We had, I mean, I would maybe say I that would even say 50%. every truck driver in America that does long hauls has Sirius XM they have in their to. truck. They have because to. Because you're driving in the middle of nowhere, you lose a radio station. We talked about it a little bit last week on the show. You go 100 miles, and then you're in the desert. Right. You don't get anything. And these guys are driving, and women out there driving these trucks. You know, they need something to keep going, even though the, other, the, other than the police, you know, other than the, or the uh, CB the CB radio. Right. So they can find a station, and they can listen to it from Maine all the way to California yep. and not lose it because it's in the air. So that's the best part of this. And, and there's a lot and of different options, so too. We have so many fantastic, fantastic trucker fans that would call in. And so if, if, if you're listening and you're a trucker fan out there, we are going to figure out how you are going to be able to listen to the show live. Well, Don't know yet internet, how. What's going to happen? And you see <laughs> it now happen. in cars. You're seeing cars now with internet capability. And probably in the next five to ten years, every car will have internet. Every car yes. will be wireless and, and able to get any kind of over-the-air wireless uh, internet signal. We will figure it out. Pretty much. Yeah, because there's already cars that do it. We saw a guy yet the other day, we're driving, and there's a guy in front of me, you know he's on the phone. I said, this dude in front of me is in the left lane and he's on the phone. <laughs> no, so we get we, by, we get next to him. And he has a computer screen the size of yours. Wow. In, a, in a seat his... next to him in the passenger seat. Not only was he not on a, not only was he on his phone, he was on a computer uh, I told, in the passenger no, seat. I told you, I saw the greatest thing ever driving. I'm on, I'm on Roosevelt Boulevard, which for people that are listening to it's us all over the country, Philly, Route yeah. 1 in Philadelphia. And, you know, you're in chat. Like Tony, you said, I, this, I saw this woman. She wasn't paying attention. I'm like, you know, you could tell she's on her phone or she's she drifting was doing, out of the she lane. She was doing her makeup or she was easy. You know what she was doing? Painting. painting? She had an easel no. in her passenger seat and she was freaking painting. No. What the hell was she painting? I don't know. But she was painting. The soon to come head on, the rear end collision exactly. she was about to have. It was an impressionist painting of a freaking rear ending. That's what was about to happen. She had the guy in front of his license plate number. <laughs> exactly. She was painting his license she plate. She was painting. She'll be making license wow. plates soon if she doesn't die. Painting and traffic. So, Dopes. Uh, uh, update. Oils or pastels? What was she using? What medium? I know. Was it an oil? Or was it oil, acrylic, or? pastel? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't paying was it, attention. Was it Come on, man. You know brush? art, and you didn't know what she was using? I work with art. doesn't mean I know art. Was it a pencil? Was it a brush? Was it oh, a no, pen? Oh, she was, no. She was, she, was, she was probably doing like an impression. Was she kit. doing puffy, flower, no. puffy clouds? No. It wasn't a happy little tree over there. Or... <laughs> <laughs> was she smoking dope at the same time, too, probably? Prior. Well, you got to. You got Okay. Keith Paradise. Oh, Tony. my buddy up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Tony, you got a big one in there? Absolutely. That's what I used to ask the truckers. You got a big one in there? And you know what that was about, right? The horn. Yeah. Yeah. And they would pull the horn, and then and we would so hear it. was so great, because we would have these truckers that would call in, and then they would, Tony would uh, say... You got a big one in there? And then they would honk for me. You act like I've, I've never heard the show before. And then we've heard, wimp, we would have <laughs> wimpies. I'm, and then you would think all that the these, all these trucks would have these gigantic horns, and some of them had wimpy ones. Ah! Oh, and yeah. when we'd have the wimpy one, we would call them out. 
Yep. We don't play wimp on this show. No. You know, you know what I mean? I don't think you can. I mean, can you really have a wimpy horn when yeah, you're driving you a truck? Yeah, you can. Being comparison, yeah, because you, you hear like three or four right behind each other, and then there's some that are like really, really deep and vibrant, and then all of a sudden there's one that's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you got it's like the it's like the horns in hockey arenas, you know, when a goal is scored. Those are like train horns. You know the, the horns you hear on on trains? That's yeah. what they have in the hockey arenas. They're the same decibel level as it as a uh, as a locomotive on a train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, Speaking of that, hockey is back, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Right. Why not? Well, you and I believe Jose will be checking in with not only a World Cup hockey update, but also the NHL season. Preseason is underway. The boys are back on the ice. The NBA season, preseason is about to get underway. We're entering the time of the year. Fall is in the air. Football's in the air. Hockey and basketball are going to be in the air too soon. Jose man. has figured out how to make small recordings that he has now been sending us. <laughs> it's a problem. small recording. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> but it's great. Like, do you have one of them, Luigi? Do we I have, have tape? one of them. I got a. I got a. Oh, uh, Riddle wants to make sure you have them too. He's like, are you listening? By the way, I got to give a shout out to my girl Michelle Stafford out there at L.A. Oh, I saw that she tweeted you. Yeah, well, I tweeted her because she got a big write-up in the Toronto Sun today. Because in addition to being one of my favorite people, because I know her personally and I was lucky to meet her and hang out with her in L.A., she was on The Young and the Restless Forever. She's on General right. Hospital. She does her own uh, p- podcast, a yeah, video it's one. It's like a mom thing, right? And now she's got her own successful line of organic skin products. Wow. And it's blowing up Bl- at the Toronto Sun. And I gave her some love, and she says, oh, man, thank you. Big moi back. I, gave, I don't have any uh, emoticons. Oh, good. I don't have, an emo- I don't have any stupid uh, emojis? emojis in my stupid computer. So I had to write M-U-A-H. Moi. Moi, big kiss, because I don't have any of the kiss faces or any of that stuff. D-O-R-K. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she, appro- she appreciates and she says, the effort. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is hockey, right? Because she's a big hockey fan. Oh. We have gone to hockey games together I out got of Jose, your Staples I got Center. Jose stuff right here. Beautiful. Here we go. What up? This Robbins. And just about to tell you, uh, I'm about to do my two-minute segment right now. So um, I just want to leave you this recording and um, let you know that I'm doing it right now. Bye. He's recording a segment? Yes. That was one of 17. Now, <laughs> He's doing them in, in, in sound bites, and yeah, then we're going to put them all together? 17 one-minute segments. No yes. way. So get this. 17 so. one-minute segments? One-minute segments. So I recently updated my Facebook page, and I did not realize that they have added this other feature. You can now do, like, Hangouts on Facebook. So the you can have video chats back and forth through Facebook. And Jose, so I'm I'm working, and all of a sudden, my I'm on Facebook, and I have a pop up come up, and look, lo and behold, it's Jose's face, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, Miss Robbins, what you doing?" <laughs> so Anthony Palmer Mack just just remind us that it's halftime. But be- it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard it is, Time. We're it ahead. is. But before we go to break, I should at least do one of these so that I don't do no, two I in an hour. No, I want to tease them. You, you want to tease them? You want to do yeah, a lot going on in the second hour, man. All right. Should we do one here yeah, before we're gonna, we break? We're going a little over time anyway. All right. What's the worst that could happen? Which one? Which, which one? Which one? Which let one? Let me see the damn updates now. I think we got to do the hoarder one because we okay. love hoarders. Oh, who does hoarders? hoarders, yes, man. They, Not hoarders, hoarders. No, I haven't seen it then. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I haven't seen hoarders. <laughs> hoarders. I, when, I, when I was doing respiratory medicine, I would sometimes I'd have to go to some home <gasps> patients, and 
a lot of them. My aunt, my great aunt was a were hoarder. hoarders. They scare me, man. Oh, it was the stuff it, they have. It's, it's my great aunt, who is my grandmother's older sister. She's since passed, but she was a hoarder. She started collecting magazines and newspapers at some point in her later life, and she could not get rid of them. And she literally had them stacked up to yeah, her ceiling, just, and she had paths that went through. I mean, it was just it was dude, so sad. You know, the, the Kardashians are hoarders. You know that? No, they're whores. They're uh, whores. No, no, their mom was the original hoarder. The daughters hoard themselves oh, Okay, I got you. I, no, she hoard them out, too. <laughs> but there's your hoarder. No, so Miss Robin... You know, hoarders have a lot of strange stuff in their house. Yes, they but do. We may have found the strangest hoarder ever. She had no idea. And now we go to the update desk in your correspondent. A man who doesn't, a woman who doesn't hoard. No, I don't. But she is sloppy, Miss Robin. Dateline, Brooklyn, New York. This is a plot twist that not even Alfred Hitchcock would think of. An elderly Brooklyn woman. Was How old elderly this, was she? She well, she, she was in her seventies. That's elderly. But she oh, was put in. Chicken, she was put in a hospital for for various health reasons, and her sister-in-law went back to the house where they knew that she was a hoarder, and there was all sorts of trash, and it smelled horrible, mm-hmm. and she was. How looking, many cats? <laughs> that is. We don't know that. But she showed up, the woman's name, Rita Wolfenson's Midwood home in, in Brooklyn, New York, to take belongings to her in the hospital. And as she was looking around the second floor bedroom, her sister-in-law, Josette Buckman, found a completely intact skeleton dressed in jeans, socks, and a shirt lying Do on the You have a hat back. on backwards at least. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bessie, you put on a suit. <laughs> Come on, man. Now, apparently, a fully intact skeleton. And and so there was there were bones, but then clothes. It was completely like like the the flesh had completely rotted away. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. <laughs> and that is the sad part. They had they had determined <laughs> that this skeleton actually belonged to her son, who went missing over twenty years ago in the house. Well, the problem was this woman, not only was she slightly mentally had issues, apparently, but she was also blind. So she probably oh, wow. had no idea. But did she have a sense of smell? But her blind people's sense so of bad smell is more than decompose. I mean, during that time. But, her, but she had so much rotting garbage and other stuff that her nose was probably desensitized. Wow. Did and the so, water tell you that? So she. she probably did not even realize that her son had died of whatever causes we don't know. And it just, the body was in the house. In, his, in the second floor bedroom that was had trash and all sorts of other stuff in it. For 20 it as well. years? 20 years. Dude. 20 Well, at least you years. saved on an expensive funeral. Yeah, exactly. So the law enforcement said that it's like some reverse psycho scene. Um, and therefore, we played that little segment from, from it's like uh, Norman psycho, Bates. Norman Bates. But they believe Wolfenson just didn't know that she was living with the corpse of her son for all that time. How did, and how did the kid die again? They don't know after all this time. I mean, they found the corpse, but they, there's no way to determine death. Well, they, they, they eventually could. got to do an autopsy. I mean, if they go to Quincy, medical examiner, yeah, I'm sure he could. Sure. Uh, Any of the TV uh, Bones, they're going to send it to Bones. Out. Boy, David Boreanis. 
He'll be able to figure it out. But they said that the cobwebs and garbage <laughs> that filled the room. Said it to bones. <laughs> Actually, she he wasn't bones. The, the woman was, the woman right? Was bones. Yeah. Who's, what's David her sister? Is... What's the chick's name? Who's the sister of? Uh, uh, I don't remember her name now. Uh, De Chanel, right? Yeah, Emily. Zoe De Chanel's sister. Yes, but Emily. it's Emily De Chanel who is bones. Correct. But everybody thinks right. everybody thinks it's uh, David, uh, David Boreanaz. Boreanaz. But it's not. He's not. He's not Bones. No, she he's is. an FBI agent. Correct. And what's his name on the show? What's his name, Robin? It's a female name. Let's see if you can come up with it. I know what it is. Robin, you watch the show all the time. I know. It's like it's a. Uh, sh- uh, uh, sh- sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even close. How about that? Robin watches every episode and she doesn't know his name. Everybody calls him Bones, but he's not Bones. Sealy. Sealy. It's an S. Sealy I knew Booth. it was an S. Sealy Booth. Sealy Booth. But everybody calls him Booth. That's why. Booth. But it's his first name is Sealy. John, we got a guy on this phone. Um, Booth. Guys, <laughs> phone. But Booth. they. Uh, so the cobwebs and garbage <laughs> filled the room where the body was found, as if a garbage truck had dumped its load inside of it. Wow. All the right. Enough of the hoarding story. You're making me sick now. How Do you have any apple pie? That? By the way, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so the son would have been 49 years old. If he had not passed away 20 years ago. That's so he crazy. passed away at 29? He, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, okay. like, how I mean, sad. even my math is bad, but I could figure if he's 49, he would have been 49, and he died 20 years ago, he would have been 29. Now, what's it, so, yes, thank you. it's not <laughs> like. That's the final would, Jeopardy question tonight. And, and if you look, actually, let me play 29 this. 29 plus 5. <laughs> if, if you look at the, uh, let me do this really quick. What are you doing, Robin? Let's go to a break pretty soon here. No, like look, look at this. So this is, this is her house, and it's worth over seven hundred thousand dollars from the outside. In it actually Brooklyn, doesn't, yeah, but in the inside, it's worth who got. It doesn't even look like it's no. That it doesn't bad. look like a hoarder's house. But on it's like a single family home with a drive a driveway yeah, and a garage. But you have no idea what's going on inside. So we like there was a, there was a situation on the street right across. Uh, Next to our street here, where there was an elderly couple who lived there, and they had the toilet was still outside, the bathtub, they still had an outhouse. The bathtub was inside the house, and they were living in such squalor and horrible conditions that the wall had sagged and there was it was it just went straight outside and they were living there for who knows how long and the but sad- luckily some flipper came in and bought it from the people at yeah. night no, and they were finally, the whole they place were, and sell it for three hundred thousand dollars. I had no idea. I would have done something about this a long time ago, but finally people like turned or or got the state involved and they were brought out of the house and put into like a, a home together. But they have family. That's the sad part. They have no, children. They have family. No, yes. they have children that allowed them to live That's like that. That's why I, I air quoted family. That's why. As someone once said. What it is is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, that is just shameful. It is shameful. The good news is and I saw a commercial where a guy's in the hospital room and his dad's in the bed. Have you seen it? It's one of those insurance kind of cure no. insurance. I know the insurance company. But yeah, what, but what the guy's so, son is uh, on the, over his dad's deathbed. And the dad's like on life support, not on life support, right. but he's, you hear the, 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 uh, the machine beeping, you know, his uh, pulse rate, the things beep, beep, beep. And then the father says to the kid, son, I have something important to tell you. Son, I have something important to tell you. And the, and the son's going, dad, what is it? And all of a sudden, the dad eyes close, and then the thing goes to dead, the deadlines. And it's like, oh, 
And then it comes back. Then the father, father wakes up again quickly, clears his throat, and says, I spent all the money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A key. <laughs> Great commercial. Oh my god! I, I'm telling you this right now. I, 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 re- I do. I do know for certain. My, my my parents are leaving me with a big fat bill. I, I know it. For oh yeah, fact. my mom's broke. I know it. My mom's broke. I know it. I got nothing. I know it. I came from nothing, and I'll go with nothing. That's right. I got Miss Robin, who's broke, broker than me. Luigi's broke. <laughs> Everybody, I'm around a brush of broke ass. You know what? <laughs> right. On this show. Yeah, the problem is, is like that's why I keep it real. <laughs> no, we're gonna do. We're gonna sit over here and decompose that couch together. <laughs> both Tony and I got. <laughs> both Tony you guys and I got go before screwed. me. I'll sit down next to you when it's my time, and that's it. Both Tony and I got screwed in our marriages. Like he got taken. Not like I the, did. No. No, he got taken to the cleaners completely. And then I, you know, my ex and I, we got, we got divorced amicably, so I never fought him for everything he had. I didn't think that that was right to do. So now I have nothing. To me, the most important thing was our kids. And the fact that they are happy and he's a fantastic dad to them is more important than anything nah. else. Now you're learning that's the second most important thing for your kids. <laughs> behind, money. behind money. That's right. Meanwhile, we're going to take a break. Coming back for hour two. Coming up in the next hour, scientific data again that you won't get anywhere else. Scientific proof that one of my favorite activities actually will help you avoid a doctor visit. Because I have no idea what this is. I have zero idea This is important. This This affects a lot of people. It affected me, and now I know why I love this treatment system. Yes. So make sure that when the stream ends, you log back on to Tony's And don't cross the stream. Make sure that you have clicked the follow and the share button so that you log back on to the second hour. Exactly. That's coming up right here. It's the Tony Bruno Podcast Live. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice-cold drinks and many other pleasing treats. Our drinks, satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. Show starts in four minutes.
Show starts in three minutes. It's refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others cold. Pepsi pours it on. Taste that beats the others cold. Pepsi pours it on. Show starts in two minutes. starts in one minute. the show. Come to you every Wednesday night, live, local, and late breaking. It's the station of the people. <laughs> it's the kind of radio you can't get. live. Oh, Robin has her thing plugged Wednesday in again. Live, local, and late breaking. I'm hearing myself coming people. back. <laughs> it's the kind of radio you can't get. Things are playing everywhere. 
See what happens when we break? Oh, Robin has her thing plugged in again. Robin, you have your headset on so you can hear what's actually going out. Yeah, this is like things are playing everywhere. Hearing myself tonight, tonight, tonight. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Yeah, this is like the Yankees lose. Do you have the Facebook open on your end? Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Luigi, I hate to do it to you, man. No, I'll do it to myself. Go ahead. I, I hate I'll to do, do it to you. I made sure all of mine myself. were off. All I know is one thing. I did not have anything to do with that, but I did have sex with that woman. No, that was all me. Okay. I take full responsibility, and I'm sorry. I hate to do it. Well, I gave I it to you. Right? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide this time. We got a lot of stuff going on. Coming up at this hour, a new scientific breakdown, a medical report that will stun and amaze you. People learn on this show. This isn't just a stupid podcast where we goof off for two hours. This is a stupid podcast where we goof off for two hours, educate, inform, titillate, insulate, and all the other lates that you need. You know what I'm saying? So I went from my bottle of wine, and now I'm having the dessert portion of the program. What is that? A glass of milk and a biscotti. Oh, I thought you were going to have apple pie. I did. I polished off a piece of apple pie, too. (laughs) You did that fast. Can we just open up another bottle of wine? Yeah, work tomorrow, man. Aw, damn. I want my milk. This is milk time now. What? Locked it. Meanwhile, phone yeah. lines are open. 717. And and I apologize if I don't get to you right away. Just just keep trying because I am, like I said, doing like double and triple duty. Yeah, because unfortunately we don't have a call screen here tonight. Brian's not here. He's at his hockey game. Natalie's not here because of a work. In, uh, Where's Joe tonight? Joe's working too, man. Unbelievable! Guy comes in last week though. He was on time last week to get to get his Phillies winnings from our little from our yeah, little wager. Yeah, he took a hundred dollars and he abandoned us, and that was it. Guy didn't even must retire. I Bastard! Guess. But Natalie has abandoned us. I know. How many weeks has it been since she's been here? <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's been at least four. It's an outrage. But and all the money we pay her to be on the show. I know. God, what the hell dedication, that, man. I, I was even willing to double her pay. You were going to double her pay? Absolutely. 717-363-TONY is the number. Write it down. 717-363-TONY. And we're weeks away now from the United Games launch. Yes. Don't forget to get your free app. The free app is available, but the only way you can get it is by going to TonyBrunoShow.com. And right on the front page of the website, you'll see it right on there. You just put your information. You're not asking for... Social security numbers, credit cards. Nope. The it only is reason, totally free. The only reason you need to put your email and phone number in there is so that you get the download code once you get the free. Free from the App Store. From the App Store. But I don't. It is. It's and you don't even have to kill people or blow nope. stuff up in this game. Or set up fortresses. Or no. And exactly. and yes. and Not that there's anything wrong with so that. So if no. you go on to TonyBrunoShow.com. Fill out the info, request the code. You will be one of the very, very, very first people to receive the app. And um, you will join the Bruno Nation, and we will be hosting special events mm-hmm. um, during games that are not just NFL games. If you're not a huge NFL well, fan. Well, it's going to start with the NFL. That's, let's yes. get first things first. Well, not just the first one. There's NFL, MLS, All at EPL. the same time? Yeah, the first, the first three are MLS, EPL, and um, NFL. 
Well, the NFL. And cricket. And cricket. Well, I don't. I haven't done my cricket uh, yeah. fantasy draft yet. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's our fantasy draft, <laughs> our cricket league. <laughs> if you are a huge Give me anybody from fan, India, South Africa. Well, wait, the, the UEFA Champions League is underway, too. Really? Yeah, you haven't been watching soccer during no. the day? No, not at all, Tony. But oh, let's just man. say. I, I work during the day, Holmes. What do you want me to do, man? If you are a huge cricket fan, Tony might not be quite as active during those games. <laughs> I outsource my cricket knowledge over to India, actually. So good place to put it. Well, exactly. That, that was the, uh, the joke. Meanwhile, let's get back down to the business. Phone lines open. And, of course, some other NFL notes. J.J. Watt. Some people are saying he's done for the year. Some people are saying he's done for his career. That's Houston, we have a problem. Yes, that's the scope <laughs> of how people from hyperbole in the, yep. in the world of sports media. So he, got a, he had surgery last year, right, at the end of the year. He's out on the boat and cool, you know, having fun during the summer because apparently they thought he was better. And then they brought him back and he re-injured his back. And now they're shutting him down. But from what I've read, according to the doctors, it could be eight to ten weeks. Other people are saying it could be the season. Right. And, well, we played three weeks, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. So maybe four games to go, depending on where Houston is. Well, depending, well that division being what it is, they should be in line for a playoff spot right. at least. And they're playing well. But that's a huge loss. Brian Cushing, who was supposed to be out for months, they're saying he may be ready to come back on Sunday for the Houston Already? Jackets. Yes. And they're playing in London, aren't they? Aren't they playing I, I that London was, game? I thought he was still at least about a month no, away. Indianapolis playing Jacksonville. That's the game at uh, Wembley Stadium on Sunday morning. You have 9.30 a.m. football on <laughs> Sunday morning. You getting up for the uh, Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Probably. <laughs> By the yeah. way, how's that Gus bus doing down there in Jacksonville? It's broken down and stalled, man. That's it. So I have a question for you. When is it Jaguar versus It's never Jaguar. jaguar. But, but you're not saying Jaguar. I do that as a joke to mock the people who can't but say Jaguar. But there are people that jaguar. say that, but, but then there's the other people that it's say jaguar. jaguar. Well, that's the people who buy the expensive Those car. Those are the people who buy British. Jaguars. The Jaguar. But that's a British way of saying it. But Jaguar is the actual yeah, it's way. It's like, what's the difference between a porcupine and a Porsche? Yeah, on, on the, a Porsche, the pricks are on the inside. The pricks are on the inside. That's exactly right. I've told that Robin that, that one all the time. Every time I see a Porsche, I bring that joke up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bastards. the Jacksonville Jaguars, your thoughts? My thoughts, supposedly loaded on offense. Yep. And an improved defense that they've been doing for several years now. They're just and, always and, close, but they're not yeah, there. Yeah, but th this year, listen, they're going backwards. It doesn't look like they're moving forwards. You know, the bus is in reverse. It's not, it's not in drive. Yeah. That's the problem, man. And the Colts, by the way, their defense yeah. is just absolutely it's abysmal. It's like Peyton Manning left and the defense left with them. They have nothing. And nothing. There's some, real, some really bad defense. They couldn't score year, points yeah. against San Diego. They had problems scoring points against the Chargers, Tony. I Andrew, mean, it's unbelievable. And the Bears are hopeless. They're 0-3. I'm telling you, I think the Browns, in fact, I'm going to go along with my boy Terrell Pryor Sr., Go ahead and say that they could run the table right now, the yeah. Cleveland Browns. He's talking about Ohio State. He's yeah, talking about run, Cleveland Browns, man. The no, the Browns have been closer to winning than the Chicago Bears have. The yeah. Bears are an absolute disaster area. No, the Bears stink. The Bears still suck. We have to play. I have to find that song. We'll have to find it. Do you have that song in there? I have it on I'll, the I'll, I'll see if I can get it. The I thought Bears you did. Still you don't? suck. You got to find it. It's on, it's on the internet. We got to play that tonight. Come on. And I'm not happy now. about it. I don't, I, I don't hate any of these teams other than the Dallas Cowboys. I don't really root against anybody. I don't even root against Dallas. I said Washington would beat Dallas. I, I, mean, I knew, I mean, the Giants. I right. knew the Redskins would go in. They had to win that game. I also thought the Saints would win their game at home. 
And the Saints are That's just... That's another team, man. Oh, they my God. Suck at, you remember in 2014, from 2014 beyond before that, they were unbeatable at home. And then they couldn't win on the road, remember? Right. You realize in their last 15 home games, you know what their record is? I don't know. 2-13? T- t- two, two and 13? And No, in their last... They've lost now... 11 of their last 15 at home. Because from 11 I, of their last 15 at home. From a, from a better standpoint, New Orleans at home was easy money. Absolutely. It was easy money. Absolutely. It didn't matter what the line was. Book it. Drew Brees is throwing for 500 yards. They're putting up 40. He's still throwing for 500 yards, and they can't stop anybody. No, they're they are bad. abysmal. But going, they're bad. The, the Bears are – and again, this I know it's early in the season, but 0-3 is a pretty big hole to, to get, dig yourself out of. As bad as a division is – Saints, with all due respect, they're done. That team's got no shot of any kind of playoff hopes, aspirations, dreams, or anything else this year. Am I being wrong here? You know, no. you have all, I love these people. They send me the, oh, did you see the power rankings this week and the quarterback ratings this week? None of that matters. You know, we talk about the young players. We gave the young quarterbacks love. Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott and Trevor Simeon. And you look around the league, there's a lot of good young players. But, there's, but it's three games into the season. And so people want to always use, but Dak Prescott's done this and he runs better. I don't care about any of that stuff. You're 3-0, and you're 3-0. and The Eagles are 3-0, and Dallas is 2-1, and and we'll see how the season shakes out. But one thing's for sure, Washington, that, they had to win that game, and the Giants, with a costly interception, put that game away. Give Washington credit. They were in desperation no, mode, they and they won the game. But the Giants, as good as they are with the weaponry they have, they are also a team that can't put anybody away so far. They they keep every game close. They've only they've won two games by no, four th- points. No, their offensive line's been exploited a little bit. Their, their running game is, is is almost non-existent now because of both the injuries to Rashad Jennings and Shane Vereen. So they don't really have anybody to run the ball. They're loaded at receiver. I mean, Shepard is a hell of a young wide receiver. Uh, Victor Cruz coming back healthy before him this year for the first time in two years. That's been big. Odell Beckham Jr. has been the most quietest one out of them all. Well, except Sunday when he was except, quiet on the well, sideline a little bit. And yeah, you see him when he when he when he. Punched the, uh, the, the, the kicker net, net the, and yeah. it came back in the face. I love the guy's fiery competitiveness, but you know what? Relax a little, pal. No. The Jaguars are bad, I told you. The Colts are one and two. Their defense the is Colts, awful. That's the his, Tennessee Titans, by the way, underachieving, too. Everybody's going crazy about DeMarco Murray. Yeah, they might be the, like, the best one and two team out there, though. No, they're not. Yeah, Tony, they're really – Tony, they're solid, man. And they, they've they, only scored 42 points in I know, three but, games. but their defense is really good, man. It is good, they're but really their offense good. stinks. It doesn't stink. It's just that it's not very explosive. You know That's the problem. Them? You know what, what's, what the good thing for them is? They're in a bad division. They're in a horrible division. But again, like, Mariota's got nothing. He's, he's got no Kendall they're Wright. Delaney Walker's hurt. points a game. Right. I know. Delaney Walker's hurt. His best wide receiver is a rookie, Tajay Sharp. They don't really have anything going too much offensively, except for DeMarco Murray's all of a sudden look like a freaking pro bowler all over again. But... It, Give that offense a little bit of time. I am. I'm not writing them off at one and two. I'm saying, again, three games in, I'm telling you the disappointment. To me, Tennessee's been disappointing. The Colts are disappointing at one and two. You can't really blame the Colts all by themselves. It's it's literally Andrew Luck all by himself. Uh, Of course it is. is. It's Andrew Luck all by himself. And the Dolphins, I mentioned, should be 0-3. They got got a good good offense. The Washington Redskins have given up 96 points in three games. 96 points. They can't stop anybody. I mentioned the uh, last person in Washington to give up to give up that much that easy was Monica Lewinsky. How about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Supposed to be, oh, <laughs> supposed to be a defensive ah. team. The Tampa Bay Bucks have given up 101 points in three I games. Know. I know, and that was a defense that was on the rise. I know. That was going to come from last year, and that's another offense. Well, they, now they lose Doug Martin for a little while, but he'll be back. But still, they're they're loaded offensively. 
I just can't understand how how you go that far back as a defense. And I'll tell you another team that I think is on the on the decline: the Arizona Cardinals. See, I I know they're a good team, but you you go back and look at their last four. They've lost their last four games. You realize that? No. Yeah. No, they won one, but at home they've lost their last four games. If I'm not mistaken, and I know they stumbled down the season. They lost in the playoffs, and then they got out of the gate slow, and they looked awful last week at home, Arizona. They looked awful, and I love Larry Fitzgerald. I told you that's my favorite no, player. He's an ageless wonder, man. but I think Carson Carson Daly, Carson Palmer, Carson Daly, Carson Daly could be playing quarterback and not throwing as many interceptions. Carson Palmer could be on the downward side of his career now. It happens to a lot of guys. He's still got a big arm, but he throws bad interceptions. And to me, the Arizona Cardinals are not winning anything. Well, he's obviously on a, on a, on a decline. It's, it's the second half of the career. Let's, let's, you know, we, don't have to, we don't have to beat around the bush with that. But he, he's, still, that team is loaded offensively, man. And for some reason, they that, are, that but defense, but just defense not, is not as good. It's not as good. I don't know, man. I, 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 don't, I, I, think, I think that's going to be a unit that I, I hate. We're going to use the football uh, the, the, the football jargon here. That's going to be a unit that tightens up as the season goes on. They I think, better, I think they'll they like the show. They don't impress I really me do. right now. They don't impress me much, as the great Shania Twain once sang. That ain't impressed me much. That don't impress me much. Remember that song? Yeah, I remember that song. Do you remember that song? Because you, mm. you were singing a little Shania. No, I sang Man, I Feel Like a Woman. That's the other big hit by Shania Twain. Yes. And I mentioned Carolina 1 and 2. Does Carolina look impressive to you? Oh, man, I, I don't... I don't. Tony, I, I don't know what to think of them, man. I mean, they're they're lucky. That division is all bad, so everybody's still alive for the man. moment. Yeah, yeah, for the moment, that's it what is. I'm saying. They're three games in. That's all God I can reply on. God forbid if Tampa wakes up and does what they were supposed to be. People thought they were going to do take that next step forward, especially with the defense getting better, things like that. Carolina finds themselves in say like a one and three hole. It could be a problem, man. And Cam Newton, he's been getting his, his butt kicked down there, man. Yes, he has. They got run. They got running backs hurt all over the place. So now. You know, he can't beat Cam Newton and run his little option anymore because they're just going to force him to beat him down the field with his arm. And I don't know what Calvin Benjamin didn't have a catch last week. He didn't have a catch. Spoken, ladies, and that's what you're hearing a fantasy football junkie worrying about individual stats for players in the national. Calvin football Benjamin is league. not on my team. Calvin Benjamin's not? Nope. But you I know, did play against him. You know what's interesting? <laughs> the hot young quarterbacks we've been talking about, yeah. Trevor Simeon. A lot of people are adding them, adding him to their team, even though he's three and one. Oh, it's a bye week. But it's still, <laughs> but no, he doesn't have a bye this week. Green Bay does. Other teams do. That's what I'm saying. It's a bye week. But Trevor Simeon's only getting a little bit of love, and Carson Wentz is only getting a little bit of love, as all these, you know, because everybody still goes for the big names. They're still going for the Carson Palmer because well, he puts up numbers. Speaking of the, well, on behalf of the fantasy world, but people were a little bit hesitant. Are you speaking on behalf of all the fantasy world? People that, well, that know about fantasy, yes. Not the entire fantasy world. But the people that, that didn't just... That would be like me speaking for every right. Italian-American. People, people, people who didn't right away just jump on the, on the Wentz wagon as far as fantasy goes because you wanted to see him have like be able to put up bigger numbers. It's not just about winning the game because like, he, he was winning games with you know, pedestrian numbers but looking good doing it. Now all of a sudden he's throwing for 300 yards and the two touchdowns and all that. Now he's starting to get on the fantasy radar because he's starting to be worth the play. That's why. That's it's why the, I hate it's all about the football. I understand that, that's Tony. That's why I hate it. But that's why United Games is around with the new game, and you don't have to deal exactly. with it anymore. I don't right? want to deal with that fantasy crap. It's destroyed the way we watch football, ladies and gentlemen. It has destroyed the way real fans watch football games. And I'm not telling you not to play. You can play whatever, play 50 leagues if you want. I don't care. I don't tell people what to do. I just tell people what I do. That's why you got to play United Games coming up. That's real fun. I can't wait. I to want to have fun when I'm playing, watching sports. It's about fun, as Wang Chung once said. 
<laughs> what? Everybody have fun tonight. And everybody Wang Chung. Exactly. Have you ever Wang Chung before? I may have. I don't know. I don't know. And what by the way, the haters were out today. What? what Tim Tebow grabs first the pitch <laughs> in, the, in the instructional league, and here's the first pitch to Tim Tebow. Swing and a drive. Watch that baby out of here. He jacked that ball. That unfortunately he went one for six. The yeah, right exactly. One. But but the the Tim Tebow haters because he's religious. He ran. It's funny a- how he's religious. And people have a problem with it. But other athletes who are religious, eh, no big deal. So what? Well, Carson Wentz is very religious, but everybody loves him. Yeah, if he were 0-3, people would be getting yeah. on his praise God stuff, too. You know how it works, right? He praised God he yeah. did after the game. You know what they'd be saying to Carson? You and God get the hell out of here. Exactly. That's what they'd be saying. No, Teep, listen, man. Tebow's an athlete. And, he, you know, he, he doesn't have the best swing in the world, but he can swing a bat, and he ran into a fastball. That's what happens. these out there have been saying, He's taking somebody else's valuable spot in a stinking it's, fall instructional it's league. It's an instructional league. He's not taking anyone's He's spot. He's not taking anybody's job away, all right? Plus, there wouldn't be two people in the stands if he wasn't there. And by the way, he can play baseball. He's not Michael Jordan stumbling around the bases in Birmingham, Alabama when he tried to play baseball. All right, what's going on now, Robin? We're going hand signals here. <laughs> what is this? I got, well, Tony, we, you and I are going to go to the phones real quick. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to, who are we going to here? Because I can't see the phone line. We're going to, uh, we're going to Big Earl, man. Big Earl? Yeah. My boy, Big Earl? Big Earl from PA, man. He's not from PA. That's what it says, man. Big Earl from PA. Big Earl, where are you, man? Yo, what's up, Tony? You know who it is. It's Big Earl. You're, you're in Jersey, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm in uh, King of Prussia right now, living that good life. Oh, okay, but you live in Jersey, right? <laughs> no, no, I used to live in Jersey. Oh, okay, but I know who Big Earl is. Big Earl makes yeah, Luigi he... look like, like, like olive oil on really? Popeye. Yes, <laughs> not on. He's Jack, yeah, man. He... You know what he drinks? You know, I'm just... He's that's Michelob. That's Michelob Ultra, Big Earl. That's I know right, Big yeah, Earl, man. Big Earl from the middle of the Michelob I know Big Ultra. Earl, man. Are you still drinking Michelob yeah, Ultras, man? I've seen Luigi out there a couple times at the jug. You know, Absolutely, I've seen Luigi man. before. Yeah. He. Hey, don't 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 sell him short. He's a pretty big dude himself. See, no, man. either I'm just busting his chops. Man. That's why we drink Michelob Ultra, man. <laughs> he's a multi. He's 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 also a multitasker. I'm just like a just a guy who hangs out. You know what I mean? And by the way, do you see <laughs> you know, this Wednesday, September 28th, National Beer Drinking Day? Did you know that? Oh, you got to yeah, have. You got to pour one out. Pour a nice cold one. Pour one out yep. for him. No, yeah, we got to pour one out, of course, for this Arnold Palmer like too. Today, right now, and we're not drinking beer. I know. I should open up one Definitely. of my my special bottles of uh, Victory Brewing. Go open up any bottle. There's nothing special. But it's hot. You don't uh, open up hot beer. This is in England. True. It's not. It's not cooled off. That's an outrage. What's going on, Earl? I just want to show my boy Carson Wentz uh, some love. You know, I, I'm, I agree with you 100. percent He's not getting enough love out there. Mr. Dakota Prescott stealing his uh, spotlight, which I, I don't, you know what I mean? If he had that offensive line, that core wide receivers, I mean, he, you know, he'd be doing even better than what he's doing now. So, uh, you know, and he I'm doesn't even need watching it. watching the kid play. He doesn't even need uh, it. He doesn't need it, you know? And he does everything because he can, you know what I mean? So, I mean, let's just sit back and watch and enjoy the show. And uh, Exactly. I, I'm not rooting against any of these young guys. Yep. I think I, I said it early, but Dak Prescott's. A hell of a draft pick in the fourth round for the Cowboys. And to me, and I don't hate Tony Romo, I don't think Tony Romo plays another down. I wouldn't. If you're 36 years old, or is he 36 or 38 now? He's like, I think he's 36. Would you come back and play football? No. 
Not with that many injuries, man. With he, the back, the he's back too is, brittle now. That's the problem. The, and it's his back. The most, you know, you can't mess around with the back. You can come back from knee injuries. You can come back from Achilles tears. You can come back from shoulder stuff. When your back is messed up, I mean, look at J.J. Watt. People are saying J.J. Watt may never be the same player because they removed a disc. And when you remove a disc from the back and you're fusing stuff, your mobility changes. You, you can't fly around with the same reckless abandon. Marcet Dunham on uh, Facebook said, though, that he has tweeted out that he's coming back and he's going to be fine. Of course he's going to say that. What's he going to say? That I'm, I'm yeah. shy- Listen, I'm going to come back. I'm only going to be a shell Romo of myself. J.J. Yeah. Watt. J.J. Watt. Yes, they're saying he's coming back in 10 weeks. Watt's also much younger than Tony Romo and hasn't had multiple, multiple surgeries on the same injury over and over again. It's gotten to the point where he's been hit so many times. The bones are too brittle now. It's just, Tony, that's it, man. It's over. Yeah, you got to worry about your kids. Worry about life after football now, man. There's nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, you've done all you can. And that's it, man. Exactly. Oh. Marcet uh, corrected me. It's actually on Instagram, not on Twitter. So that's why I'm not finding okay. it because I'm not on there right I'm now. I'm sorry. I'll go Yo, ahead, Tony. Man. By the way, really Yo, quick, Tony, big, big, let, just, let, let the Earl damn talk. man talk. Big Earl, I just have to quickly no, say just, something before it disappears off of my screen. Amy Michelle says, that's my baby on with Tony. Big Earl. Who's yeah, Amy that's Michelle? My, that's my, Apparently. Yeah, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my newly... Uh, you know, newly my new wife, my new bride. We just got married May fifth. So. Oh, congratulations, man! I didn't I'm, know that. So I'm still in the honeymoon stages, but I told her. I said oh, Louise, you didn't get to cra- you didn't get to crash your wedding. I didn't get to crash your wedding, man. I crashed AJ's wedding. I didn't get to crash his. I, I said, I said that's my boy Tony Bruno on there. I said I'm gonna give him a call. We were actually laying in bed, you know, just hanging out, watching some South Park, and uh, oh, you know, beautiful, you know, decided, man. You know, I we've had a lot of couples conceive while listening to the show. <laughs> yes, we just, we have. I just decided to give you guys a call. You know, let you know, show you guys some love. You watching us on Facebook Live now? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the phone and watch you guys. So just give you guys some love. There's bro. nothing that will arouse. A, a, <laughs> there's nothing that stimulates a newlywed couple more than watching the show on a Wednesday night, man. Yeah, it's a lot of stimulation going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, brother. Awesome. Thanks, AJ. All right, well, good to all talk, right, man. Hopefully, right. we'll see you soon. A lot of people always tweet over. You, ever, you notice all the tweets about the uh, Tony Bruno wings at the jug handle in? Yes. Every time somebody goes in there and they I go said, to the great I fabulous. Said, I still got AJ on the mind because crashing AJ's wedding. That's why. I so. know. Our girl AJ. We're, we haven't heard from her. She's, she's been off social media. But off now the she's, grid? She's, she's back on now. Yeah, she's a, she's a busy gal, man. And we, just, we need to reach out to jug handle again because uh, there are people who have told me that there are two commercials that I used to do reads for that they have kept as ringtones. Oh, really? One was the Ripe Brand Bacon. Yep. And then the sticky wings. And then and the, the sticky not wings. The stick, they're not sticky. I could it's not fit one more thing inside of me. Yes. <laughs> um, it was kind of along that line, but uh, it, was re- it was a regular commercial for the jug handle, and it was um, about how I don't normally like to get my fingers all sticky, but... I will make an exception for those wings. The Tony Bruno wings, you see them on the menu. Tony Bruno sauce. You can go there and the touch jug them. candle in, yes. And eat them and lick them. No, they're really good. Suck on them. The, uh, but <laughs> just, just to wrap up the whole, the whole Carson Wentz thing is that, see, the thing is, Tony, is that personally, like, I didn't want, I didn't want to do the whole, like, you know, after, after the first game, like, oh, yeah, he's great, blah, 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 blah. This is the second coming of uh, Aaron Rodgers and all this. No, I, I didn't also didn't either. say, I also wasn't the one who said, I did say, okay, it was, it was Cleveland. I'm like, but still, it's an NFL defense. It's his first start. He looked good. I was like, all right, let's see how we do against the Bears, right? So he takes on the Bears. Obviously, we know now the Bears stink. But but they played him in Chicago him on in a Chicago, Sunday night. On Chicago. And I know the Bears time, stink at home, too. Prime time, though. Again, still, 
played perfect. Then we go on to go, all right, now here's the big test. The whole that the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the big everybody bad Steelers on the face of the town. earth picked the Steelers. Right. Pitch, the big bad Steelers coming to town. Dude, he, he, he didn't even he didn't bring a sweat tone. He's over there making check downs. He's, he's audible and he's doing whatever. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, you know what? The kick and play football. That's it. He's got it's a football. A, he's going to have a couple he, down games. He's going to throw yeah, interceptions. Yeah. I'm still waiting for. I'm still waiting to see what happens once he faces that little bit of adversity, that first interception, or he gets knocked down, has to get back up. I'm still waiting to see what that happens. But you know what? He's got my confidence now that I'm pretty confident he's going to come back and score. The guy's score, been man. hit. You know, he's not. He's not standing right. back there. Not being touched Tony, at his all. His footwork is is incredible. I know man. it is. That's why inc- that, I've never seen anything like it. That at that age, I, I'm like I don't want to throw around the, the names like Aaron Rodgers. But the one thing I did say about him is that you know that second game when, when he's when he gets out of the pocket, he doesn't just look to run. His eyes are downfield. You don't, the great ones are doing that, man. Mm-hmm. That's guys who are aware of all their surroundings. You see that little that that pass he dropped right in the bucket of Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I haven't seen McNabb do that in a decade. I, you don't see quarterbacks do that that much. He jumps out of the pocket. He could take off for five yards. And then instead. he knew where the line of scrimmage exactly. was, stops, and makes the perfect man. little dump pass. He j- takes a step back, just drops it right over the linebacker's head, boom, touchdown. Well, Sproles had a lot to do with it, too. Well, made, yeah, he has a, He had some guy. He broke two still, ankles on that but play. But still, though, man, that's just awareness by a quarterback that you, you can't teach that, man. You just I, can't. I totally agree. And we saw that. It, it's, we saw it at South Dakota State. And then all the people, oh, he played South Dakota State. It's a little school. It's just a little school out there. North Dakota State, not right. South Dakota State. North Dakota State is a little North smaller. North Dakota State <laughs> is even smaller. There's only like 12 people in the whole state. It's North Dakota. My whole thing was, too, is that, again, you know, you see, it's not even Fargo. Right. It's not even Fargo. You, see, you, you do say the whole, it's, it's Division Two. it's not Division Don't One. Obviously, it's not, the SC, it's not the SEC. Look at and the I list was, of Division pa- Two quarterbacks was, that won Super Bowls. And I was part. I, well, McNair didn't win one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't win one. Ben Roethlisberger but, did. Roethlisberger, Miami, Ohio wasn't Division Two. Yeah, it wasn't. It was one double A. It was one double A. It was one double A. It's not a big time school. What I'm saying is, is that Phil it, Sims went to Moorhead State. I, is that I just, a big school? No. But what I'm saying to you, Tony, Joe Flacco went to Delaware, the Division Three school. I get you. What I'm saying is, is that. That it just it doesn't it doesn't matter. You, if you can play, you can play. It doesn't matter where you exactly. went. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter where you went. The kid can play football. He's all, he's 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 still he's still being coached up. And it's, tip your say whatever you want about Wentz, man. Tip your cap to Peterson. I mean, this guy. Everybody people thought he was a complete idiot. He may come off like a little bit, you know, a little stunad. But the guy can coach, man. Absolutely. That's why I, I tweeted watching the game. He's got total control of the offense. Everything going on around him. The guy can coach. I tweeted this during the game. I have not seen. In my lifetime, which is a lot longer than most lifetimes, a team that just basically gutted it. I mean, they didn't get rid of all their players. They still have a lot of the players that were here. I'm talking about the philosophy, the coaching staff. The entire coaching staff was blown out except for a couple. Deuce Daly still here. They gutted this coaching staff, got rid of the whole Chip Kelly philosophy, made some drastic moves. Howie Roseman was maligned. When Chip Kelly came in, sure, because he thought he was the boss. Chip Kelly came in, made some bad decisions. They got rid of the mistakes. They got rid of Chip Kelly, and to, to be able to reboot, bring in an entire new coaching staff, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. They kept their special teams coach, who was the best in football. Yep, and they and they bring in Frank Reich and DeFilippo, the quarterbacks coach. They bring in guys who they understand the quarterback, people. but they bring in quarterbacks. These guys were all quarterbacks who understand the quarterback mentality, and that's why their offense and Schwartz, and the biggest fear the Eagles have, somebody tweeted it on, during the game, 
They're worried that Jim Schwartz may get a head coaching job during the bye week. Yes. That's how bad it is in some cities with coaches. Jim Schwartz is going to get a head coaching job at the end of this year. He's going to get another head coaching job. Because if guys like John Fox keep getting jobs and these retread coaches keep getting jobs, I'm telling you right now, Jim Schwartz and this team make an unbelievable run. I'm not saying Super Bowl. That's crazy. But if they go and win this division, and by the way, all the people who were ripping me when we scientifically oh, broke down God. the Eagles' schedule. Marcet Dunham says everyone has to give Tony props for calling 12 and 4. I'm not giving crap, man. You, you I even had him at 2 and 1. I had him at 2 and 1. like, what do I got him at? I got him at 12 and 4. That's what you're excited I had him losing to the Steelers. I had him losing to the Steelers, and I still had him finishing 12 and 4. So that wasn't me being a homer. That's knowledge. That's football knowledge. Because all the other jump on the Wentz bandwagon people now are, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. No, I just I gave you a breakdown knowing that the Redskins would suck and they were a one-time wonder because they have never put together more than one good consecutive year in the last 20 years. You realize right. no, that? I can't so they went that, nine and seven in a division that was all Flotsam and Jetsam last yeah, year. The right. NFC East was an absolute shit show last yeah. year. And then Washington Redskins were the ones that survived because their quarterback played great for yeah. one year. Now he looks terrible. Washington's terrible. Even though they have a lot of offensive talent, yep. their defense stinks on ice. Dallas's defense stinks on ice. And the Giants are the only other team, I think, right now looking at these, the, the NFC East. Have a shot. Yeah. The, the Giants and the Eagles are clearly the two best teams in this division. Are they not? No, they are. Because they play offense and they play defense and they play special teams. See, I, I, I myself, I had, the, I, I think myself, like a lot of other people, had them at one and two. I think everybody had, had them at two and one. Everybody had them beating the Browns, but then losing the next two games because no one not really. Not me. I had them because, beating Chicago no, because, like you said, everybody's like, oh, well, it's going to take a few years for this to gel and for the defense to gel and everything to come together. Nobody ever thought, Tony, it was all going to come together so fast. Except for maybe the players themselves. And I, I don't know. And, and, Tony, and, Tony and this reporter. <laughs> and this reporter. I, I can't, that's why it's a Tony Bruno show live, Luigi. It's not Luigi Curto live. No, it's not live. It's not Miss Robin live. Nope. It is the Bruno Nation. Because <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bastard. That's why I'm in Madden 050607. All right? That's why I'm in United Games. Understand. That's why. It this is isn't a guessing game. Right. That's why you sit behind a silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you go 12 and 4 and throw out. By the way, Merrill Reese, my good buddy, the voice of the Eagles, no. just tweeted this out. That's great. Obviously listening to the show. Enough of this bye week. After Sunday's exhilaration, waiting two weeks for the next game is downright painful. There's only one thing more painful than when you have a bye week in week four. Packer fans will probably agree with this because the Eagles and the Packers have the bye in week four. What's that? Is listening to sports talk radio for two weeks <laughs> much. between a bye week when you when you're three and zero or zero and three, you want to talk about trying to find stuff to throw up against the wall to have something to talk about all these cockamamie you know Super Bowls and all this other crap that people throw out there. What's your you don't Rush- hear any of that kind of hyperbole on this podcast. What's your Mount Rushmore bye weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, my favorite bye weeks. List? Can we do some lists? My favorite bye weeks are when women are on their bye weeks. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. How about just vacation? Vacation bye week. Yeah, I, I like a bye week when we actually go by. Yeah, bye 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 bye. By the way, bye-bye. we want to give a big shout out to Andrew Hurst, who our good is buddy, watching. my former yes. trainer. 
Back when I was jacked. You were jacked? I was jacked. You, jacked. you still got the guns. A little bit of jacked. Well, because of all the, the work that you've been doing. I've been doing a lot of upper body. Yeah. I wear sleeves on this program, man. I ain't showing nobody up, especially the host. I'm going to keep wearing tank tops on the show. You should, man. The um, you should. And Dave Byers <laughs> is calling you out saying that cowboys are going to be both of them. Why, because he's a cowboy hunk? I guess so. Their defense stinks. They couldn't sack me. The <laughs> Dallas Cowboy defensive line, they're going to have to get Greg Hardy back out of a coke den to bring him back to try to tackle somebody. How about that loser, Greg Hardy? He's Boy, a, nobody yeah, saw that coming. Someone huh? must have put cocaine in my wallet. Yeah, because <laughs> it's happened to all of us. I don't know about you. You go to a party, and you got a couple people there with some blow, and they're sniffing it off the glass tabletop. And then somebody sticks a little bit in your wallet, which just has the slightest, ever slightest yeah. little opening, mm-hmm. and they slip that slip coke in. right in there. Boom. You know, Boom. I, was just, I was just talking to my father the other day, <laughs> and we were talking. I, I forget exactly how we got on the conversation, but my, I, I mean, my dad and I have conversations about everything, and he said... Uh, oh, I remember now. It was about marijuana and about um, certain things, uh, pain medications that you can have for medic. because my dad has a really bad back. And I told him that I tried marijuana for back spasm at some point, but even though it did help me pain-wise, I didn't like the other side effects that marijuana had, so I, hate I never weed. really tried like it again. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not well, a big no, fan. I, like, for me, I, I've, I get paranoid. Like The last time that I... Took marijuana and it was because I had you a took back. it or smoked it. Smoked it. I smoked it. You um, can take it too in various yeah. forms. Well, take, but well, I yeah. had horrible. And, and you my dad, my dad, I asked him. I said, "Didn't you try it as well?" Because he has a bad back, and he said he tried it and didn't really do much for him. And then we started talking. I don't because of that. He asked me whether I tried any other kind of any kind of drugs, and I said, "Dad, honestly, I mean, I haven't. Alcohol, yes, all sorts of alcohol." But I have never tried. I've never tried shrooms. I've never tried acid. I've never done cocaine. And then he informs me for the first time in my life that he's done cocaine before. Your he dad did- was a cokehead. No, he wasn't coke. But he did several. You know, was like, Donald like, Trump when- on coke the other night? Hold on, wait a minute. Robert's dad's a cokehead. Hold on. My dad admitted. <laughs> my dad admitted to me. What the hell was that? I don't know. When he was younger, it was like in the 70s when everybody was doing coke. Not me. I've never done coke. They would do... I didn't like the way it smelled. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, Dad? I hate you. Anyway, that was a big eye-opener. But no, I've never never done any other drug. They have, ladies and gentlemen, a drug-free woman is is a good woman. There. Depending on where you are, unless you're with Bill Cosby or Bill Clinton or anybody else who I likes do to, have uh, a tattoo, though. Or so. uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the kicker for the Raiders, Sebastian Janikowski. Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, exactly. The Polish pole. Now, it's an oh, oh, oh. Now, Victoria Corson, are you admitting that you've done mushrooms or are you asking if I've done mushrooms? If I've done mushrooms, I'm not sure. But I like cooking with mushrooms at shiitake. Victoria and, yeah, we Corson, had mushrooms last night. Yes. Yeah, did yeah. you? Victoria the, Corson just she just wrote mushrooms, so I'm not sure what that means. What kind? Shiitakes, uh, portobellas, baby buttons. buttons. What are you What are you doing? Do do <laughs> do the kind of mushrooms that make you hallucinogenic? Do they have a name? Is there like a brand? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. It's just called shrooms. I, yeah, but They're I mean, shrooms. like, are they like like you know portobellas and we, all? I think we have tape of somebody who was on shrooms and was on this show recently. Awesome. Yeah. 
What else? Where is Jose, by the way? He said he was calling in. I don't tonight. know. Well, I'll, Jose, I'll, ch- I'll check in with Jose. And we also have another caller. Let's go to the phone. Ready? Yeah. Where, where, you're not giving me the updates. I here. did too. Let me see. What's oh. the matter with you? Oh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Excuse, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's my bad. My bad. <laughs> this whole doing double Let's duties. go to. Roll another mile. Let's go to. All right, it's here, man. Let's go to. Well, he's here. It's Jim from Sheltonham. All right, well, I've been waiting for you to go to somebody. I had to play it three times. I had to, there's a system you have to go through to pull somebody up here, man. It's not like the old days. You just punch him yep. up. Tony. How are you, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best? How are you doing on this rainy Wednesday night? <laughs> Beautiful, man. Beautiful. We're not even going to see the black moon this weekend, Friday night. There's going to be a black moon. Black moon? Yeah. Isn't that just dark? <laughs> no, it's like a rare occurrence where the moon is black. I've heard of blue moon, but I've never heard of a black, black moon's moon. matter. I mean, we're not going to see it because the weather's going to be overcast because there's all these storms. There's another hurricane coming. Wow. What's this one called? Is this Carl? No, no. Jim, you watch the Weather Channel. They don't do weather anymore. They just show all these di- the disaster shows. It's supposed, supposed to rain for the next three days, I think. It's supposed to rain, but there's a storm, another hurricane that's down in the... Uh, that's heading in this direction. And I, I, I've yeah. lost track of the uh, hurricane season. But go ahead, Jim. What's going on tonight? Oh, it's Tropical well, Storm we Matthew. Sad... Matthew. Tony, we had a sad week this week. I think we... I lost two of my idols this year. I lost I'm Muhammad Ali, and this week we lost the great Arnold Palmer. Yeah, and then, of course, the Jose Fernandez news on Sunday morning. And that was really the saddest up. thing. I heard that on Sunday morning. I oh, was so sad. I couldn't believe it. When I woke up Sunday morning and I went online and I saw that, I, I was, it was almost like, no. Somebody, you know, people throw stuff on the right. internet thinking, why would somebody do that? And then it turned out to be true, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It was, it was, it's been a really rough 2016. But the Arnold Palmer situation, he's a man who, um, when he came in, in the sport of golf in 1955, it basically was called the old man sport. Yep. And this young man shows up with personality and enthusiasm, and he just changed the whole sport around. No doubt about it. He's done, more for, golf he, he's made, he's done more for golf than, I'm trying to think of another athlete who's done something, for, as, well, Muhammad Ali for boxing, certainly, but there were boxers before him, Joe Lewis. But I'm talking about a guy who took the sport which wasn't even invented in this country, and made it worldwide th- a phenomenon. I, th- I think the only other person to do that would have played the same sport, and it was decades later, was Tiger Woods. Yeah, but I'm because, talking about back when golf was, nobody but, even cared about Yeah, but about even but, but before, when Tiger Woods was playing, nobody cared about golf. And he no, put, he, he put it back on a, national, on a national scope. But I'm saying, but he's right about Arnold Palmer. I don't know, Tom. I don't know about another athlete who might have put another sport on his back like that. No, I mean, Tiger Woods, no doubt Tiger Woods, re, you know, revitalized golf. And brought a lot of people who don't right. normally watch golf. Sort of like Tim Tebow did when he was playing for Denver <laughs> in those fourth quarters. Everybody watched it, right? Just to see what was going to happen. Now, I'm not comparing him lifting the NFL up, but he did. He became a phenomenon for one year at least. And we have like a, black, we'll have a started, black moon update too, Jim. Now, we have the black moon uh, update. I do. I, the, there is a, this comes with a warning. Because apparently the black moon is an astrological event that heralds the end of days and the second coming. So you think I made this up? I don't want to see that. You're not. It's going to be cloudy and rainy. So if the the end is coming, we'll miss it. (laughs) (laughs) At least we won't see it coming. All right? If it's coming, it's always better not to see it coming. Because I don't want to see the moon, end of days, black moon, and then realize it's over. I want it to end when I don't know. September 30th, (laughs) black moon. 
What are you I, I, just what got, I just got scared by the back. <laughs> I swear to God. You saw it coming, Tone. <laughs> I swear to God, I just got startled. I turned around and there's this black backdrop behind me. It's I your own was, face. I thought, I, thought it was, I thought somebody was standing there over me. And it's my own bald head profile. Seriously, I, I was startled like watching Ghost Hunters. Got him. Got him. Got him. When he came in the PTA, I think they did like five telecasts a year. And within. Hey, Jim, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm Jim, sorry, guys. Tony's here. All right, quiet. So I got goosebumps. Look, the hair Jesus. on my arms is standing up. It is up. up, man. He jumped. I he feel got, like Zach Bagans he, on Ghost Adventures. Now you know how I feel every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. We're trying to be serious and, and, and pour one out for I'm Arnold Palmer, sorry. the king. The okay. real king. <gasps> yes. Oh, that was great. <sighs> Jim? Yeah, Tony, I, I think, like I said, uh, he, when they, at the beginning, they were only doing like five golf tournaments a year televising it. Mm -hmm. And within two years with him playing, they had like doing 25 games, a, a 20 matches Yeah, a and year. then, you know, Nicholas came around. And, I mean, there were some great golfers. But you're right. Arnold Palmer put golf on the worldwide stage, not just because he was a great player, but he was a great ambassador for the sport. I mean, he went every, everywhere he went. He had Arnie's Army. Everywhere, all over the world, people followed him around. That's how great he And he was a great man. And, and what he did, I mean, he, if it wasn't for Arnold Palmer, we wouldn't have Rolling Rock beer from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Do you realize that? Yeah, it's where he's from. So. Yeah, but he didn't, Rob. That was just a, an aside. And we wouldn't and have those he, fabulous he drinks either. Yeah, that's right. We wouldn't know what to do with our uh, Arnie Palmies. Arnold Palmers. How many Iced people have a, a non-alcoholic drink named after them? I know. He invented Shirley so Temple. many things. He invented the senior tour. He invented, um, the, he, he got the guts to put the money up for the golf channel. But yep. says, you're wasting your money when you're doing this. And then it came a big, big hit. And Comcast ended up buying the golf channel. And then NBC, yeah, NBC Comcast have owned the golf channel now. Uh, that's, you're right, man. I mean, Muhammad Ali, Arnold Palmer, in one year, two of the all-time greats in their I'll never see the like of them again. You're absolutely right. You won't. You really won't. I mean, you'll see good golfers. You know, there's a lot of great golfers, and they're greater than ever. But you won't see the single standalone, unbelievable. This guy is revolutionary around the world. You won't see that anymore. See, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't get to. I didn't get to take in the, the greatness that was Arnold Palmer because you know and then Jack Nicholas after him. Right. I mean, I saw no, Arnold Nicholas, Palmer. Yeah, a little bit towards the later part of his career. So you, and Tiger, even most when recent. you were little, you didn't like watch. Wasn't there anybody in your family that watched golf at all? No, we watched soccer in my house, Robin. But you didn't watch the UEFA Champions League action today, huh? No, we watched Serie A. Okay, that's good. It's a Juve, good Italian song. Juventus. Juventus, baby. <laughs> no, I, I just I didn't get a chance to, to take in all the, the greatness that was on it. I mean, I learned about it later on in life, but you know, I, for someone like Jim who watched it unravel in front of him and it's one of his heroes, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Exactly. It's sad. It's sad for a lot of people. I mean, he's... And I'm lucky to see him play yeah. at the white, old White Marsh tournament. Well, and Absolutely. I think and remember, he's 80, so it's not like his death was a shocking, oh my God. Right. You know, Jose Fernandez is a shocking death when you're in your early 20s. But there was and you still your that, whole, He's that, 87 years old, so he was, he was not healthy. But earlier this year, during the, um, the Open, they, they actually had him there, and he did like a little special segment, and so, I mean, it was kind of special. But he wasn't, no, he, he, did not, uh, he didn't appear at the Masters this year, right? Because he wasn't physically capable of being there. No, I think, didn't they do some, like, some kind of a... I don't think he was at the ESPN Open. ESPN special or I don't whatever? think he was at the Open. I don't no? think he appeared at he any did the body. He did the body issue, like, two years ago, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he I'm saying ESPN. this year was the first year where he really was unable to get out there and do much. But I think that the, with golf, it's something different than any other sport because 
these players can continue playing for so long. I mean, first they're in their prime and then they go through the senior circuit and you see them even as they're older, they are with you live on TV for so long. Exactly. Well, I mean, Jack still does stuff on, uh, you're seeing a lot of the great older guys now on the senior tour. They call it the champions tour. I call it active seniors. Right. Myself. Active seniors. Well, the one thing that Jim never does, he never rolls in here naked. So I'm pretty sure he's got you have some an Arnold sort Palmer of clip. clip for us tonight, Jim. What'd you say? Do you have an Arnold Palmer clip? No, no, no Arnold Palmer clip. Oh, tonight. oh wow! Because that was all on, on television. He didn't he's record a lot of television he's shows. He got something though. I mean, the guy's always got something. I know he didn't he's record a, any Arnold Palmer. He, he had an Arnold Palmer, I think, Sunday watching the Eagles beat the Steelers. Absolutely. But didn't it, didn't he have like didn't he do a couple commercials that I really re- like? I vaguely he remember. did a lot. He did everything. Robin. I know, but I'm like, I, there are commercials that I somehow have in my head that I I I, I just his voice and they weren't golf commercials. They were something else, and I don't know what they were. I don't know either. I, I, he's in been in a million things. The recesses of my mind, I somehow have. If anybody can read, you know, remember what they were. He did a lot of stuff, Robin. I know. Well, he was that's... the first guy to ever have an agent. I did not that's know. That's why he, everybody owes him a lot because he's the first professional athlete to have a, his own agent. Wow. That's great knowledge. That's what kind of knowledge we get on this show, Jim. So everybody should owe him a lot. That's all these athletes owe him a lot. I totally agree. By the way, will the Phillies get to 72? They should be at 71 after choking away a well, 6 nothing lead. They're shutting down all their pitches right now. They're shutting down all their young pitches right now. So I know. They're shutting everything down. They should just forfeit the last <laughs> three games. Shut it down three they should just like Ryan, have Ryan Howard go out for the last three nights and allow the Mets to score. Have him pitch. Have him be like Bugs Bunny, that episode we plays. First base, Bugs Bunny. Second base, Bugs Bunny. Remember that episode where Bugs Bunny is at every position? Right. And let Ryan Howard in his last weekend as a Philly go out and play all nine positions and pitch. Because as bad as, as bad as Ryan Howard would probably pitch to the Mets, he can't be any worse than giving up 17 runs, which real pitchers did to the Mets last Sunday. <laughs> I just throw all the minor league pitchers up, and they're just, they're just people, people that should not be in Major League Baseball probably and are pitching for the Phillies right now. Exactly. So they shut down all their top young pitchers. Now, I just looked it up. So these are just the ones that just came up really quick on YouTube. <clears throat> Arnold, Arnold, Palmer, Par, la, 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 la. Arnold Palmer did Pennzoil commercials. Right, Pennzoil, like Pennzoil. liquid ball barons. He did FedEx commercials. <laughs> FedEx. He did Zarelto, which was his most recent. That's the one we said with Chris Bosch. <laughs> yes, He's that's the right. the worst. The most recent it's was the with the Zarelto. He did Cadillac commercials back in the 70s. He did everything, Robin. Everything. I know. These are the ones I remember. I think I remember coming. Oh, Hertz commercials. I remember those with O.J. Simpson. O.J. used to run through the yes. airport because he was trying to find right. a knife so he can kill a bunch of people oh, wow. with his ex-wife. You went, you went that Hertz level. You went next level. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I remember those. But, of course, if wow, it doesn't fit. so many. You must acquit. And Tony, this weekend on MLB Network, they have something on Ted Williams. Mm-hmm. His anniversary of his 406 um, batting average season in 1941. Yeah, that's great. That's what's great about baseball. The Washington. Because Harry Kaus, remember Harry Kaus did a voiceover of his last day of, day of that of, of that season. Wow. They do, and they're going to use that on this special on um, Sunday night. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Harry did a lot of voiceovers. So he did NFL films. Yep. He did a lot of uh, narration and stuff. No, Harry was a legend, and we still miss him to this day. Because there's no audio or film on that night day, so they're using like, like a voiceover. Right, He's using exactly. his voiceover. Beautiful. When's All right, Jim, thanks for, thanks for checking in, buddy. We'll talk to you again soon. 
Take care, Tony. There he is, Jim and Cheltenham, the official archivist. I, re- I, I like I, every time I see him come up as a caller, I get I, I get excited. I, I, I always think he's going to pull up something like like just. He it, always gives you something that you don't know. Nah, it's it's. And it's you good. never will, as Jim Mora once said to a bunch of media hacks in Indianapolis. Ooh, we got to get to the science Ooh, update, Rob. I, I, I was getting ready to tell you. Are we going to do I'm this not update play or what? This, but this is so You got to cool. play me a little Tom, a Thomas night- Dolby. Well, you Thomas pull, Dolby. Give this, me a little Thomas Dolby. Luigi, this is only one minute long. There's a 1968 Mercury Monterey ad with Arnold. 1968 in black and white. I had one of those 1968 Mercury Monterey's, I think. Did you? Oh, it was nice. No, I had a 1959 Cabin. Volkswagen Bug was my first car, but it was used because I was a 12, I was like eight, seven and years old. And it cost old. you 50 bucks, right? It cost me $50. Everything was $50 back then. Cars, walkers, everything was $50, yes. Everything. $50, you got everything. You got a car, you got a woman, drugs. What did we get for $10? One rent. You didn't get nothing. For $10, you got a lot. I think a woman. You can can drive your car for a month on $10 back then. I think a woman was cheaper than 50 bucks back then. No, they were. I I only went for the upper class stuff. That's right. (laughs) I wasn't going for any of that. We have t- stories about this. What? Yeah, I do. See, this, you don't know show. this Thomas Dolby song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know this. It, it, Science! Is that for the After Hours show, Luigi? Yeah, that's for uh, for the podcast After Dark, man. I had no it's idea. It's like Big Brother After Dark. Oh, speaking, I, I will tell you one thing. That well, well, Tony asked me to play this damn thing. I know, but you need to turn it down so I can hear you. Because Tony had... Uh, Robin, why are Tony. you having problems? That music was perfectly blended Tony, underneath Luigi's a, voice. You had a horrible... Thank you. You had a horrible Charlie horse yes. on the yes. show yes. a couple weeks ago. At very at the very end. I, it's a cramp. Is a cramp at Charlie Horse the same thing? I got one during on Sex? Sunday, yes. Oh. But I I hung in there. But the people next to me in the the next room thought I was having the greatest orgasm in the history of sex. <laughs> I'm going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm not kidding. I'm I'm screaming, right? I'm like, what the <laughs> I thought I heard I thought I heard applause coming from the other side of the Beautiful room. Man. Oh, and then she's like, "Do you want me to rub it? Do you want me to rub it?" Nothing. I was like, "Don't touch me! Don't 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 touch me!" But I never finished. I'm like, "Oh man!" <laughs> it was the worst possible oh. timing ever. Oh my god! It was the most. Oh, I kept thinking about. I was like, <laughs> "Jesus, Tone!" All right, now can we get down to the science, please? Let's get down to the science business, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't the science channel. And this is actually sort of ty- kind of a, a Florida story as well. It's a Florida story. And it's about my favorite thing. Well, one of my favorite things to do. Riding roller coasters. Are